I didn't think there'd be vampires on campus. We must have been at about 40,000 feet when it happened. <gasps> what was that? You are the Slayer. One girl in all the world. Did anybody say that? Yeah. Guess what? I feel better. Guys, where are we? I am Iron Sam. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Sammy. Hey, Pat. Happy 100 episodes to you. Happy 100. We hit the... Boy. (laughs) Air horns. The time has... has, uh... Truly flown. (laughs) What? It's truly flown. It's truly flown. flown the coop we flew Flew the the coop coop? we're still here i don't think we flew the coop yet we're still here it's a hundred episodes we hit trippy digis yeah yeah all right march happy trippy digis happy women's history month yeah get all the happies while you're at it you you know you might have noticed i'm wearing a shirt that says support women owned i see that businesses doesn't surprise me in the least that's your mantra Also, you didn't even comment on like how my hair is your looking hair good looks and really my makeup. Good. I'm wearing it, makeup. Like your hair this is looks not normal. flared and feathered. And normally, pink. I show up to this podcast, and you're lucky if I'm, you know, not wearing pajama <laughs> pants. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Because normally um, you're in loungewear. <laughs> loungewear. Yeah, because I lounge at home for right. a living. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I did a I'm I'm fresh off of a an Instagram live. So I'm doing this thing on the Floor Apothecary Instagram yeah. where every Wednesday I'm doing women woman owned Wednesdays live Instagram interviews with some of my favorite so fellow female cool. entrepreneurs. Yeah. Amy noticed we were having <laughs> dinner and she's like, Wow, Floor Apothecary's live right now and she's got a podcast recording. <laughs> It's a wild night. That's why I said I'm firing on all cylinders. Boy, you're going to totally burn out. I'm going to crash. Tomorrow, it's going to be Hogwarts <laughs> Legacy so all day long. I hope so, And Pat, you're going to be like, I earned this. Because I have not this. played enough this week. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let me yeah. tell you a little something about Hogwarts Legacy. Please, okay? enlighten. I happened upon this quest. Uh-huh. And I'm going to give you some details that we'll edit out, but... Okay. <laughs> It's a pa- I didn't realize this is apparently uh, a PS5 exclusive quest. Okay, oh. I haven't upon this quest. It starts off where you talk to a house elf in Hogsmeade, like Dobby, like Dobby, but not super Dobby. friendly, very sweet house elf, mm-hmm. and you just can't believe what happens, Pat. It's okay? can believable. It's can believable. <laughs> and I'm not going to say any more than that live on the pod so you can edit out after this because I don't want to ruin it for anybody. Okay. But anyone who has a PS5 and knows about this quest, feel free to DM me at Sammy Joe Creates because I got to talk to somebody about this. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Dave hasn't gotten there yet. He's not home now, so I can talk to you about it. Pat. Oh, he's playing a separate profile. Yeah, he has yeah. he has like his own login. Gotcha. Um, and he hasn't gotten there yet because obviously I'm hogging, you know, Hogwarts Legacy yeah. and playing it way more than he is. I was going to say you're hogs meeting it. <clears throat> hogs, <laughs> hogs sing. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no time for that. No time for that. Okay. <laughs> so here's what happens on the quest. Okay. Wow. 
That is quite a quest. It's Sammy very Joe. intense. Yeah. <laughs> and I just I just needed to talk to someone about it because yeah. I haven't been able to. You had just had to unload, huh? And I knew you weren't going to play it. And if right. you are, it's not going to be on PS5. So Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Okay. You know, X-Borks, right? X-Borks? You got it. That's that's the one. Are you going to get the game, though? Uh, Eventually, probably. Yeah. I will say there are definitely parts of the game that, like, I don't know if Amy would play it, because obviously she's the bigger, you know, Harry Potter fan in your yeah. family, but there are parts that are kind of scary that, mm-hmm. like, you probably wouldn't want the kids to see. Yeah. So just know that. Right. It's definitely a game that's meant for adults. Okay. Teenagers and adults. All right. Yeah. It's not a children's game. Maybe There's I'll some... float it by Amy and see if that's, uh, you know, like a little husband-wife bonding time we could create oh yeah that'd be so cute wouldn't that's it that's kind of like what dave and i are doing my guess is the answer is no <laughs> <laughs> yeah well you can try it anyway yeah maybe yeah um, so, so what else you got <laughs> what else i got is not next week but the week after we're gonna have another buffy only episode single buffy and my thought is somebody's gonna die or leave well, Giles is going to leave. Giles is going to leave. Calling it. Okay, well, you... I'll make a prediction. Okay. Okay, good. (laughs) (laughs) That's all. Okay. That's all I got for you. How you doing, Pat? Everything good? Doing funky fresh, man. Just, uh... (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I say instead of saying doing great, you know? I just say funky fresh. Keeps people uh, intrigued by your character. Yeah, I'm intrigued. Yeah, Exactly. Oh, keep mm-hmm. you on your toes. You know what I'm saying, Sammy Joe? Yeah. Yeah, no, doing great. Can't believe we made 100 episodes here. Uh, it's been snowing nonstop up here. Just nonstop. Oh, yeah. Round the clock. Did you have a snow day no, yesterday? No snow days. No, it snowed oh. all day, but it's kind of normalized at this point. Like, mm. we don't even notice it at this point. I'm just driving in, just, you know, facing the snow. It's was what it, it is. like not really sticking to the roads that much? Uh, It was. Yeah, it was. Oh, okay. But, but people you know, are just like, tough it up. We're just like, hey, you know, whatever. You know? That's, you just slide around. You do living. a 360. You just straighten her out and just keep on going. <laughs> just keep on trucking, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dave actually worked from home yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, well, yesterday so. you guys got more snow than we did, I think. Yeah, we got a got a good bit. Got a little handful there? It, but it melted, yeah. you know? Schmelted. And he probably could have gone to work, but... It well, was know. like, it was one of those things where it was like already 10 o'clock by the time the, you know, the driveway was yeah snow blowed. And by then it's basically like half day's over, you know, we round it yeah. up, whole it's day's like, gone. It's going to, you know, then you don't get into work until 11 at least. Right. After you shower, probably 1130 You noon. lose that momentum. Yeah. Might as well so. Hogwarts legacy it up all day. That's pretty much what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I actually worked all day, but he, he put a lot of time into Hogwarts Legacy <laughs> and did stuff around the house. And he did some actual work from oh, home. Oh, that's so. good. That's good. Yeah. There you have it. There we have it. So should we jump into uh, to these very exciting, super awesome episodes? Yeah. I don't even remember what happened uh, in this episode. I'm trying to think in back. In Buffy? Yeah. Okay, yeah. well, I'm looking through I'm my notes. Tell you oh wait, I kind of see. Oh, yeah, okay, <laughs> all right, it's coming back to me a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's some, there's some fun parts here. There's mm-hmm. some fun stuff. There's some fun stuff. You know all the fun stuff that I will get into. Oh yeah, very predictable I do. if you know me. 
Yeah, <laughs> which I do. <laughs> All right. So what do you say there? Should we just get into Buffy? Let's get into Buffy. This and- week. <laughs> ah. Too bad. I already did it. Yeah. This week we watched season six, episode five of Buffy the Vampire Slayer titled Life Serial. I love that serial. <laughs> yeah. Not to be confused with the life. cereal that cereal. is called Life, but I mean, definitely it was a play on the name. <laughs> yeah. We've talked about Life Serial at least three times on this podcast. Mm. You're not a cinnamon person, are you? Well, I'm just not a cereal person, so oh. that would not have made an impression well, on that me. That is an incorrect position to have in life, Sammy Joe. Uh, Everybody is a cereal person. <laughs> I'm a, we all I'm love a cereal. Bagel person, like that's what well, I like. That's my bagels breakfast too. of choice. Just bagel, 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 bagel. You going cream cheese or you going like sandwich? Cream cheese. Yeah. Yeah. I know we've probably That's talked it. about this before, but what kind of bagel? Uh, I usually, I'm pretty plain Jane when it comes to bagels. So I <laughs> you get don't plain say. bagel, plain bagel, plain cream cheese, or oh, we like to go to Brugger's and they have like a cinnamon sugar one. And I like that sometimes. Oh, weird. What about in everything? Nah, not what? a fan. Nah. How can you not like the everything? Because it's like it's garlic everything. and onion and... Then your breath smells like garlic and onion. And even though I work from home and it's just me, I'm like, I don't want to smell like that. It's part of the charm. Not smell like me. an everything bagel is what you smell like. No. People like I'll it. Eat like, I'll eat poppy seed, sesame, you know, what? if we have it. By themselves? It, yeah. Just like, I'm going to pop some poppies? I, I just, I don't want onion or garlic on my bagel. And that's what's in an everything bagel. Mm. Yeah. That's what makes it good though. Not for me. But mm. I respect that you disagree and have your own... Okay. Bagel preferences. Well, that was a fun debate. Yeah. All right. Moving forward. <laughs> this episode aired on October 23rd, 2001, and it was written by David Fury and Jane Spenson and directed by Nick Mark. Nick Mark. That's Nick what Mark. you get when you shave. Yeah, we already said that. <laughs> ah, dang. <laughs> I was like, that's a really good joke, but it sounds we slightly familiar. We said that familiar. the last time. <laughs> the last time there was an episode directed by Nick Mark. I wonder Mark. how many times he's heard it. He's like, yeah, <clears throat> yeah, I know. I know. I know. It's like, you could go by Nicholas. Yeah. Marcus. You could. <laughs> Nicholas Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yeah, that's what my- uh, uh, Sounds like a Greek emperor. That's what I was going to say. My great, 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 great grandpappy in Italy who- uh, <laughs> Who fought in the Roman Wars? Yeah, that was his name, Nicholas Marcus. <laughs> Biggest? No, maybe I shouldn't say that one. <laughs> <laughs> what? What were you going to say? Dickus. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> from uh, was that from? That's from Life of Brian, right? I think. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, your predictions. <laughs> moving on. <laughs> um, from last week were that Willow is going down a dark path. She's yeah. trifling with dark magics mm. and feeling the power. Feeling it. It's, but you said it's not in her heart to go dark, but she's <laughs> seeing the power and what she can do. So she's pushing the boundaries a bit. Her power is going to grow. It will come to a head. She'll go uber dark and she'll rain hell down and there might be some casualties. Mm. And I said, Scooby casualties? And you said, could be. She could accidentally take out Dawn or something. Yeah. That would be wild, huh? That would be wild and wonderful. <laughs> Actually, Dawn's been been fine she's been fine lately she's been a lot better 
Yeah, she's like she's way like normal, more tolerable, normalized. Yeah. 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 Uh, and then you said Xander and Anya will get married at the end of this, this season. They'll keep yeah. drawing it out, and then Xander will do something cute, and they'll have like a surprise wedding, <laughs> wedding of the century. It'll be very sweet. Yeah, make the bachelors blush. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and you said the nerds will be around for a bit. We haven't seen the last of them. Nope. They're going to continue messing around. Then Jonathan will see the light and have his hero moment. Hmm. There we go. That's a good one. All right. Mm-hmm. So this episode opens with Buffy arriving home after her meeting with Angel. She's, she brings home some fried chicken, Oof. but everyone has just finished eating dinner. They're all like still sitting down at the dining room table, but they still dig into the chicken and, you know, they're like, oh, I'll take a, you know, I'll take a wing. I'll take a drumstick. And Willow says, I'm a breast gal myself. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Which is, you know. Right. Yeah. A funny, a funny. Anyway. Bucket of chicken, Sammy Joe. Oh, man. That's the life, huh? So good. I remember in the 90s, my mom would come home with a KFC bucket every once in a while. And the mashed potatoes. Oh, the mashed potatoes and the biscuits. We've definitely talked about KFC before. Really? Because I remember you mentioning what the crazy- What haven't we talked about? <laughs> the crazy like bowl that they had. And I said that it oh, yeah, disgusting. And we used to always get the extra crispy chicken. Yeah, same. Oh, so good. Gotta get the extra crispy. That's where it's yeah. at. Oh, I'm, man. I gotta say, I'm really glad I haven't eaten at KFC in a while. Yeah, it's not good for you. No, and Overall, I also just don't feel like it would live up to my memories, my childhood memories, you know? Like, I'm just going to leave that in the past. Yeah? You're just yeah. retiring from KFC forever? Yeah. I think okay. that's fine. But what about Popeyes? I mean, who knows? Who you go knows? Popeyes. I mean, no. I heard I that chicken sandwich at Popeyes, at Popeyes is the bee's knees. Mm. It's got I pickles on it. Of, I, I really don't eat fast food. Yeah. I know. I don't either. I'm okay with that. It's just not good for you, you know? It's not. And there's always fast food regret. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Both both like for your health and also just how you feel afterwards. Yeah. There's there's not really a moment anymore, I feel like. I feel like fast food is like a younger person's treat. Definitely a younger man's game. Yeah, like when you're younger and you eat fast food, you get you get this different sense of like, oh, this is good. Like your yeah, taste buds are different. Yeah, your body can can bounce back from it. Like yeah, your heavy body drinking. can handle it. When I worked at McDonald's, we would just eat McDonald's all day. Oh god, all <laughs> day. Sammy Joe would put down Big Macs left and right, make our own concoctions, and it was just all day eating. We just couldn't stop. But it's also you know sixteen years old and just yeah. a bottomless pit. Right. But now. It's and like, you just work that off with like skateboarding or something. You yeah, know? exactly. Yeah. Right. So, but now it's like you have a number seven and you just have a number two for, you know. <laughs> 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 it's not true. I just had to throw the numbers in because it's funny. Yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah no, it's it's not good for your body. It's, it's, no. No, it's not good. Sodium count, the sugars, the carbs. Yeah. It's no bueno. No. Yeah. But- I will say, seeing this, I'm like, oh, I kind of want some fried chicken. Yeah, me too. I, I wasn't like, oh, bucket. I really want KFC. I was just like, I, you know, I, I would, I would be down for some like really good fried chicken. Yeah, like nice southern fried chicken. We don't really have anything like that near me, but no. or maybe I just don't know. 
I don't know. I'll have to I'll have to look around. Yeah, look around. You can make your own fried chicken. Yes, but yeah. I just the saw amount, it on, on Reddit. I, just, I feel like I don't want to see the amount of oil that you would need to make that work. Yeah, it's kind of weird that you put it in a pool of boiling oil. Yeah. When you cook it, you know? It's like that's yeah. how I cook. That's how I heat up the meat. Right. Is you like throw I just it don't want to I know that oil. that's what happens, but I don't want to see that. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'll just be like, oh, never mind." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um I also would absolutely burn it and like probably burn the house down and cause a grease fire. So yeah, that would yeah. definitely have to be a Dave venture. Yeah, grease kind of freaks me out too. But yeah. boy, I love me some fried chicken. I know. Oh, I man. just, I literally just ate, so I'm not hungry. You're okay. Thankfully, but okay. we'll get you there. We'll start let's talking move about popcorn past in a little bit. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> so the gang asks how it was um, to see Angel, and all Buffy will say is that it was intense and she'd rather keep it to herself. So we don't know. We don't mm. know what happened. Yeah, off screen. Giles gently asks her what she'll do next with, you know, her life. And Buffy says that she thought about re-enrolling at UC Sunnydale, but she missed the registration cutoff because, you know, she was dead. Right, row. So Willow and Tara suggest that she audit classes with them. She doesn't seem so sure. um, So she asks Giles what he thinks. And before he responds, we smash cut to Jonathan walking in front of a garage saying... The Slayer always knows what she's doing. Sharp, decisive, always with a plan. We're never going to become the crime lords of Sunnydale with her always one step ahead of us. And Warren says that that's why they're throwing tests at her to see who can shake her up the most and find a weakness. And he rolls out from under a black van. And I was like, ooh, I wonder if this is the same van they used for Oz, but I don't have oh, any yeah. trivia about that. So Yeah, I, I recognize that it kind of looks familiar, but I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't remember who had a van, but yeah, that's right. Oz did have a cool van. It's Oz definitely painted did. differently. Yes. At one point, it was zebra striped, and at yeah. one point, it was blue. Right. That's all I remember off the top of my head. Um, yeah. But... Yeah, there wasn't any trivia that says whether or not this was the same van. Okay. Um, so Warren rolls out from under it and he walks Jonathan through the inside of the van. He says, um, he's not actually inside, he's just talking about it. He says there's nine high-res surveillance cameras, <laughs> six types of audio monitoring, and he goes on about some techie stuff that yeah, I'm sure you so could cool. chime in about, but I didn't. I was like, whatever. I didn't write any of it down, but it sounded amazing. (laughs) (laughs) You were like, yes, please. I'm like, you're speaking my language, Warren. Keep Uh on going, Pally. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like you would be the Warren in this group. What are you talking about? I'm way cooler than Warren. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You're funky fresh. (laughs) Also, but you're, you're also like... Even if you lived in Sunnydale, like you're yeah. not creepy enough to build like robots, robot girlfriends. Maybe I am. You just don't know it. Oh, huh? Amy, I'm sorry. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So then uh, Jonathan cuts him off and asks if they'll be able to watch Buffy without her noticing them. And Warren starts to say, absolutely. And they walk, they're like rounding the other side of the van and they find Andrew painting the Death Star. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so awesome. I love Andrew this part. And, 
I know. You you <laughs> you would totally hang with these guys. You'd want to be in this group. The thing is, I can't ah, uh, yeah, it's like oh, yeah, I don't know. I yeah, I could hang out with these guys. <laughs> we would be best friends. What am I saying? Definitely. <laughs> I would be high-fiving these guys left and right. Yeah. So Andrew and Jonathan argue about the schematics of the Death Star, and then Warren yells at Andrew to paint over it so they don't draw attention to themselves. Because this time tomorrow, the games begin, and the Slayer <laughs> will never know what hit her. Yeah, he. Uh, yeah, he's upset about how the uh, exhaust ports are on the wrong side of the Death Star. Yeah, I think Jonathan was saying that. It's so good. It's so good. Because yeah. that's, you know... <laughs> It's very important in the Star Wars universe about the exhaust mm-hmm. ports. It was a mechanical oversight, you know. Well, because isn't that the thing that made it like that made blow it vulnerable. up or something? Yeah, that yeah, made, it made it vulnerable. It's the only way. Which is funny because Dave and I were just—we like to watch rewatch How I Met Your Mother. You know, whenever we just need something to throw on, and uh, they were talking about that same thing in an episode we watched recently. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that is a big deal. Yeah. um so yeah then we get the intro and then next day buffy attends a sociology class with willow the topic of the uh the topic of discussion is the social construction of reality which definitely has uh it has like relates to this episode which we'll see in a little bit yeah and buffy is baffled by how quickly the students in the class are answering questions debating points and using all this language that she's just like what is going on like she can't keep up she's totally overwhelmed Mm -hmm. i felt like this in school a bunch you know yeah it's like i don't know what they're talking about and I definitely seems felt like that sometimes too yeah but you were studious you did all your homework well i feel like I feel like maybe I felt that way a little bit in like philosophy class. More mostly I was just like, what's the fucking point of this class? Like yeah. why am I here? I was kinda like that. I was like, what's the point? But I was also like, Psh, don't care, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then yeah. I was also La-la on the La-la other Land. end of the spectrum, like in my Shakespeare class that I took for fun, of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I was definitely the kid that, you know. Could... One doth give me a rose. <laughs> and I had people going, why are you so good at this? And I'm like, I don't know. I, just I really don't like know. It's just like natural to me. <laughs> I'm just weird. Okay. <laughs> Pull a skull out of your, uh, out of your jacket and hold it out in right. front of you. Yeah. What? To study or not what? to study. <laughs> <laughs> what is the question? That is the question. <laughs> um... So after class, they meet up with Tara in the hallway, and then a guy bumps into Buffy, kind of roughly, and we get a close-up shot of his hand sticking something metal onto her cardigan. Hmm. Um, They walk off, and then we reveal that that it was Warren. He turns a corner, looks up at a camera, then speaks into a lavalier mic, and Andrew and Jonathan are on the other end inside the van with a bunch of camera feeds up on three shiny Apple monitors. (laughs) Yeah. Warren tells them, runner is tagged, inhibitor is on. Repeat, inhibitor is on. Initiate omega pulse sequence. (laughs) (laughs) While initiating, I like it. We pull back to reveal their van is parked pretty conspicuously. Uh, Yeah, it's (laughs) right in the middle. (laughs) I'm like, how did people, it doesn't look like it's part of a parking lot. Yeah. Then their satellite dish comes out. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> then a satellite transmitter emerges from the top and, you know, kind of like starts to whir. Yeah. I'd be um, like, is anybody else seeing this? Who's, who's, what's going on here? Yeah. See something, say something. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm that, saying that it. That wasn't a I'm thing seeing back it. then. I think it was. That, it was post 9 11. In it? Um, yeah, I guess. Yeah. I guess you're right. Yeah, I guess see it was something, right after say 9/11. something. Right, black van in the middle of a college campus. Yeah. With a big old antenna dish network satellite dish coming out. Come on. Yeah, that seems like a pretty big red flag. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, nobody says anything because it's Sunnydale. <laughs> Boy, this campus security is terrible. Normally, they're all over you. <laughs> I know. I probably didn't have any yet. You know. Yeah, I guess, which is crazy um, for Sunnydale. Right. Inside UC Sunnydale, Buffy is now walking with just Tara, who hands her a book for her art appreciation class. Buffy looks inside of it at the art and then hears a sort of like static whooshing noise, which I'm not going to try to imitate because you'll just make fun of me. No, I would never do that. But what did it sound like? No. So I I don't remember. (laughs) No. (laughs) I'm not going to tell you. (laughs) And suddenly, Tara's mid-sentence talking about cooking as if time has suddenly sped up. Crossover. Time travel. Crossover. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is kind of, it's kind of similar too, like the what happens. Yeah, I mean, there's not like a crazy flash of light and people like holding their heads. But yeah, it's like a whoosh sound. Yeah. Which I'm not going to imitate. Okay. Buffy looks up confused and asks Tara... If she heard that noise um, and to like repeat what she was saying. And Tareth says that she must have gotten really engrossed in that book. Tara starts to talk about something else as Buffy gets um, goes to like the water fountain and we hear the noise again. And then suddenly Tara is down the hall shouting for Buffy saying that they'll be late for class, even though she had just said that they had 20 minutes to kill. Yeah, what is going on here? What is going on? What in the hell? What? Close up on Buffy, and she says, what the f... And we cut to Warren getting into the dark van. (laughs) Andrew and Jonathan are wearing headsets. He asks if it's working, and they confirm that it is. Um, And so then time keeps skipping ahead, and Buffy misses the class that she was supposed to go to. Uh, Then she tells Tara that something freaky is going on and looks at a clock, and we see the hands, like, move ahead. But then when they do, Tara is gone. She ru- Buffy runs outside, sees Tara across the green and calls to her. But then time speeds up so rapidly that all Buffy sees are people moving like so quickly. They're just blurs across, mm, yeah. you know, this like courtyard. Just streaking across the campus. Right. I was going to say streaking across the campus, but I didn't want you. Be, I didn't want you to be like shrieking. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would have. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Suddenly... Buffy's knocked to the ground and she starts like crawling towards a stone table and benches that are in the middle of the courtyard, but she's kicked and like she grabs her arm in pain. She finally makes it under the table and she says, that noise, there's something on me. She takes off her cardigan and then inside the van, the boys are watching a screen of Buffy looking down at the thing on her shirt. How does she know that there was something on her? I, I well, I think she said that because she kept hearing the noise, she was like, yeah. maybe there's something on me, huh? Like nobody else is hearing it. So, it, oh, yeah, okay. I did. I did kind of feel like she figured that out quickly, but yeah, 
Spidey mm-hmm. sense. Her Slayer senses Slayer are sense. tingling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she looks down at the thing on her shirt. She picks up a tiny piece of metal and the boys go, this is bad. Self-destruct, self-destruct. <laughs> and Warren hesitates, <laughs> but then he pushes a big red button next to a destruct sign. Cause you always got to have that. Oh, sure. And the metal goes poof and just disappears. Wow. This is some and, advanced stuff that they have. Well, if you think about it, Warren was creating very lifelike robots robots. so i feel like his technical prowess has already been proven he's a boy genius yeah yeah um yeah so then people and time begin to move normally again buffy gets out from under the table looks around confused so inside the van warren says score me and we're gonna do some lines here okay um you be andrew and jonathan and I will be Warren. Okay. So Andrew and Jonathan kind of sit at computer chairs in like sort of judge positions. And Jonathan says, Right. 50 points for ingenuity, another 30 since it involved actual content or contact. And then Andrew says, Very smooth, by the way. And then Jonathan says, On the freakometer, I'd say she was at a six. Oh, come on. It's an eight. Easy. Jonathan and Andrew kind of like put their heads together to confer with each other and then pull back to their original postures. And Jonathan says, we'll split the diff. Call it a seven, which is good for 140, giving you a grand total of, and Andrew says, oh, oh. sorry. You go. (laughs) 220. And Warren claps, points at Andrew and says, beat that. Oh, I will. And then we cut back to Buffy standing on the grass, looking around in extreme confusion. And then Andrew and says, Andrew, I will. Blackout. <laughs> Not from the episode, but just commercial yeah, break. Right. And we come back and Buffy's trying out some construction work with Xander. Oh, yeah. She thanks him for saving her from having to accept Giles's offer to work at the magic box. She says, I mean, retail, yeesh. I'd rather be dead again. She tells Xander that Giles doesn't have any insights about her fast forward freak out other than to imply that it might be stress related. Um, And she says, I guess I could have been blacking out, but there's this thing on my sweater, you know, and then it just blew away or went poof. Yeah, it's like a foil, mini foil camera gem. Yeah. Ever seen one of them? No. They sell them at Claire's. You just stick them right onto your shirt. Oh, gem. yes. I would know that. I used to sell them all the time. Right. Yeah. $5.99. <laughs> Looks like an earring, but it's actually a secret camera. Exactly. <laughs> so she says, maybe it was lint. Maybe it was evil lint. And Xander suggests that she not talk about blacking out or evil lint while on the job. And then he introduces her to Tony, the foreman, who looks at her very doubtfully. Oh, yeah. And I mean... She's not really helping her case by wearing pigtails and a tank top to a construction site. I mean, what would you wear? I would not be at a construction site. Yeah, but if you Just, had to be, you know, I to would make ends meet. Probably Throw make sure plaid on. I was fully covered Full. and steel toe boots. Yeah, well, that's and yeah, that's OSHA regulation. You got to have those. Right, and like hair hair pulled back because you got to have it out of your face, but I probably right. wouldn't wear pigtails. I'd probably just have it pulled back into like a low bun or something. Okay. You know, something easy. 
Okay. All right. Anyway. Good breakdown. Good style yeah. breakdown for a yeah. construction site. <laughs> you you got to be prepared for these things. Right. Yeah. Xander tells uh, Tony that Buffy is stronger than she looks and he leaves her in Tony's misogynistic hands. <laughs> yeah. Tony tells the other two guys to start hauling huge steel beams inside and he just basically ignores Buffy. But one of the guys says, gee, I don't... Actually, I'll have you read this line because... <laughs> <laughs> Patriarchy I just feel Pat. like... Yeah, Patriarchy Pat is going to be able to uh, to just get this guy's... Um, okay flavor down you know just better than i could sure gee i don't know tone don't want to get in trouble with those affirmative action lawyers you know you know what i'm saying why don't you put a little britney here on holland duty yeah perfect (laughs) (laughs) and buffy she's like it's buffy it's Buffy. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> and Tony says, okay, princess, you're on it. Try not to break a nail. <laughs> I could just, I could hear and feel your blood boiling. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. But Don't I was break like, a you nail. know what? Buffy can handle this. Yeah, Buffy she's can handle this, this guy. She, she'll show them up. Yeah. So she makes a face behind Tony's back and then goes over to the steel beams. And the other guy tells her not to let him hassle her into hurting herself because the beams weigh a couple hundred pounds. But she easily just plucks one right up, puts it over her shoulder and is like, all right, where does this go? Yeah, here we go. And they're like, a boo. A boo. Beam me, girl. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And then we cut to a little while later, Buffy's bringing more beams into the site and she stops to help another construction worker guy as she's babbling on about how she wants a career, not a job. But the guy says to her, hey, we get paid by the hour. You want to ruin it for the rest of us? Slow down. (laughs) So Buffy's ruining the the construction curve. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. I've been on some construction sites like that where some of the, you know, there's some some fellers might might be used to kind of a slower work style, you know, mm-hmm. and you yeah. start blasting through some work mm-hmm. and then they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's Did take it easy. Did you work in construction, Pat? A little bit. What? Little bit. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, wow. it was AV construction. Okay. But there, it was still construction. All right. We were on construction okay. sites. We had to do the helmet, you know, steel toe boots. <laughs> steel toe boots. Yep. And the high vis, the safety glasses, the whole nine. Mm-hmm. This foreman, yeah. you know, yelling, and uh, yeah, it was, you know, you had to get along with everybody because we were just, you know, one crew amongst many crews. Yeah. Yeah. So. It was, All right. Uh, I mean, I that counts. That's good experience. You know. Yeah. Get that side of the fence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So we see Tony, the foreman, watching her from the background. Foreman, foreman in the background. (laughs) That's funny. Anyway, (laughs) the nerd nerd trio watches Buffy through binoculars and argue about, you know, which time direction she's in. Because Warren's like, she's at four o'clock. And... Jonathan's like, that's not four o'clock. <laughs> and Warren's like, it, it is if you're facing the front you're of the van. He's like, but we're not way. facing the front of the van. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. It was Just funny. their little bickering is really funny. <laughs> the bickering is great. <laughs> um, I love it. And then Jonathan tells Andrew, you're up. And Andrew plays a set of wooden pipes. Oh, and I said he was back. playing a pan flute. Is that not correct? Is that a pan flute? Maybe it's not a pan uh, flute. It's not a flute. It's definitely pipes. Pipes. 
because they're it's like a bunch of pipes yeah stacked next to each other next to each other but i will tell you i don't know what it's a a pan flute is so i'm just gonna go right ahead and google that let's give it a goog and that does look like what it is it's a pan flute it's a pan flute (laughs) nailed it wow well done thank you I the know a pan pa- flute when I see a near one. Typically made from bamboo, giant mm-hmm. cane, or mm-hmm. local mm-hmm. reeds. Mm. See that? There pan you go. Flute. Today I learned. Today you learned. Yeah, so he's playing the pan flute and yeah. uh yeah. Okay. Um <laughs> and then we cut back to Buffy. She goes to get some water. We get a um we cut to like a point of view, a POV shot of someone else looking at Buffy. We see them lift up a large wrench and carry it towards her. And Buffy jumps up and spills water everywhere, but it's just Tony the foreman. Tone. And he says, Jumpy, what's the matter? I scare you? <laughs> and suddenly Buffy pushes him aside to reveal a green demon behind him. Oh, yeah. He's kind of a floppy-headed predator-looking demon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tony hits the wall. Um, behind- yeah, so she pushes him. Tony hits the wall as two more demons pop up and surround her. She fights them and it seems like no one's around to kind of like see this. And she does like a really cool monkey bar move. She kind of <laughs> like hops on a bar and like swings, swings back and forth, like kicks one behind her, kicks another one in front of her. Sure. Um, then she pushes, uh, she she jumps off, pushes two demons through a wall and uses a shovel to behead the third one, which turns into Alex Mack like goo. Man, you know what she should have said? What? Can you dig it? And then she hits him with a shovel. Ooh, that would have been yeah. a good one. That yeah. would have been a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you get a handle so, on this? Because it has a handle. Yeah. 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 Uh, something about spades. Let me show you a magic trick. It's where I suddenly reveal the ace of spades. And then she hits him in the head. It's a little yeah. wordy. It's a little wordy. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, that's okay. You got time for tough talk we have time for tough talk (laughs) always (laughs) um yeah so he turns into alex mac like goo and then just disappears leaving behind like just a what looks like kind of an oil stain oh yeah then a few construction guys concrete yeah (laughs) um a few of the construction guys start to kind of like dig themselves out of and move away from the wreckage of the broken wall that Buffy threw the two other demons through. Mm. Um, The two demons get up and turn towards them, but Buffy gets their attention, strangles one of them, and he also turns into goo and then nothing. Mm. And then the third one, Buffy kicks back into, I don't know what this is, a pneumatic riser? No, this is a a skyjack lift. This is a... Sure. one or two man lift. Okay, but mm-hmm. it is pneumatic. Yeah, and I was I was certified in one of those bad boys. I could, Whoa. I could drive one of those things, no problem. That's cool. Yeah, you go up real high, hang stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and you can drive around. You can go up real high and then drive around. I don't know if I could do that. I'm not I'm not afraid of heights, but like driving around on something like that, I don't know. Yeah, I was kind of freaked out with heights, but that job totally got me over it. Because I was always up on ladders. and on, Now you're just you know. skydiving all the time. Now I'm just skydiving, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do bungee, bungee, bungee jumping. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I do that too. Base jump, base. I jump on the bases, and that's sure. cool. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Trampolines. Too. Anyways, sometimes I bungee jump into a trampoline. You know, sky, sky. <laughs> what is this thing called? Skyjack. <laughs> skyjack. So <laughs> she kicks. She like puts kicks him into the skyjack. Uh, sticks his head into the bottom of it, pulls out a cable, and the whole thing compresses and crushes the demon's head. Yeah. Ooh. And this one also dissolves. And uh, <laughs> Andrew says, oh, man, she took him out. Looking like he's looking through with the binoculars. Yeah. Warren takes the binoculars from him and looks for himself. And then Andrew tells him to give him back. And they go back and forth fighting <laughs> until Warren pushes him. And Andrew falls onto the steering wheel. <laughs> and the horn beeps. Da, and what does it sound da, like, Pat? But make it sound more like a horn. Me, I did. Was that? <laughs> well done. <laughs> a plus for the week, Sammy Joe. Yes, was great. <laughs> See that I could do. <laughs> um, it's oh, good. Yeah. So, tune of the Star Wars theme. Buffy hears this and looks out to see the van as the nerds scramble to hide. Uh, Jonathan and Warren look back at Andrew from the front of the van, and he says, "Hey." All you said was to lose the mural. <laughs> <laughs> Got to keep the horn. Got to keep the horn. Man. Although that is really not inconspicuous. Imagine like being <laughs> upset at somebody. But she doesn't know that they've ganged up. So it's not like, yeah. Imagine like someone pulls out in front of you and that's what you hit them with. Yeah. <laughs> no one's going to take that You're seriously. You're like, what? But you know what? On the other hand, I feel like that would diffuse a situation really right. well. Like that Person would definitely would be like, diffuse roid rage. You know what? I was in the wrong. That's a great song. We love that movie. It's common ground. Yeah. You know? Sorry, sir. Sorry. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um. Then we cut back to the construction site. Guys are getting off the ground as Xander walks into the scene. He says, oh, my God, Buffy, what, what happened? How... Oh, Buffy, I know these guys can be jerks, but was it really necessary? She tells him that she didn't do it. And Tony walks in with a bloody forehead and says, I'll tell you what she did. I came over to tell your friend I was impressed by the job she was doing, liking the way she handles herself. And all of a sudden she goes berserk and attacks me. Buffy starts to protest that she saved him from a demon. But of course, she can't really say that in front of him. So she pulls Xander aside to tell him what happened. And Xander says, no, no, not here. Not at my job. That's your job. And Buffy says, I can't help where the forces of darkness attack me, Xander. Mm. And he says, Buffy, would you look at this mess? Do you have any idea how much it's going to cost to repair this? What am I supposed to say to the clients? Should I just show them the demon bodies and say it's all their fault? And Buffy says that, you know, he can't because the demon melted. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and looks to the the nice construction guy to back her up. But he says, hey, I don't know what you're talking about. All I know is you were losing it or something that time of the month, huh? And Buffy Yikes. says, what? You are, cuddle- you are huddled in a corner crying like a baby. And Xander and Buffy walk away from the site. And he tells her that he thinks the incidents are connected, that she needs to look into this right away and ID the demons. And Buffy says, you're firing me, aren't you? And Xander says, big time. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, definitely didn't like that guy being like, oh, is it your time of the month? Yeah, I know. Toxic AF. 
so toxic. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I feel like that is probably what a woman would experience on a construction site, though. But mm. I wouldn't know. There was actually uh, women construction workers when I was working on construction sites, and everybody was very nice to them. Well, good. Yeah. They Times should have be. changed since the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> Not that much, though. <clears throat> All right, so next, Buffy's at the magic box, pretending to be jazzed about working retail, even though earlier in the episode she said she'd rather be dead again. Yeah. Anya explains how to record returns and shows her slips for special orders. And we see that there's a camera mounted inside a skull where the nerd trio is watching from. <laughs> Andrew says, why is the Slayer here anyway? She's a student. She's a construction worker. And now she's some kind of selling stuff person. And Warren says, it's like she's completely without focus. Should we check the other channels for free cable porn? <laughs> But Jonathan says that he's ready. They get on the floor and the back of the van to form a circle. And Jonathan says that they need to hold hands. Andrew pulls his back from Warren and says, with each other? And Warren <laughs> says, well, you know what homophobia really means about you, don't you? And he picks up a large bone with symbols on it and points it at Andrew. And Jonathan yells, stop touching my magic bone. <laughs> <laughs> this is so silly. I know. On the back Andrew of the van. Andrew and Warren giggle. And Jonathan lights a paper on fire, puts it into a bowl in front of him, which is inside of like, there's kind of a red triangle of sand on the floor. Oh, sure. Uh, and then he shakes the bone over the bowl. and <laughs> Shake the bone. <laughs> It's just, it looks really funny. And he it's says, a big bone too. That's a big it, femur, a whatever it came out bone. of. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a snuffleupagus bone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he says in incantation in Latin, as Andrew and Warren hold hands, smoke begins to rise from the bowl and then goes out of control. There's, they all start coughing. So Jonathan's <laughs> like magic hot boxing the van <laughs> <laughs> from inside the front window of the magic box we can see the three nerds pour out of the smoking van as a lady enters the shop and the bell tinkles tinkle tinkle <laughs> buffy turns to look towards the door and giles gives her some advice to think of it more like a library rather than a store he says if you concentrate on service and not on making a sale you're more likely to have a satisfied customer which is pretty good advice hmm and then he walks away, and right after, Anya says to Buffy, that woman, go sell her something. <laughs> so <laughs> clearly different ways of teaching here. <laughs> sure. Um, and like she kind of pats her on the back. So on Buffy's way to talk to the lady, a man standing next to a bunch of candles stops her and asks which one will create a more romantic atmosphere. Buffy picks one up called Lemon Seduction and smells it, and she's like, hmm. And then another one, she is like, Ugh, and then reads that it is essence of slug. So not not so good. And she hands him the lemon seduction. And the guy like thanks her. She approaches the woman who asks for a mummy hand. And Buffy tells her that she saw one downstairs. She says, it's kind of hairy, though. Maybe it was a daddy hand. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> I know. And this woman is not not having it. Okay. Did yeah, not she's laugh. no fun, this woman. No. Mm -mm. Yeah. She can't she's have a, a laugh. real she's a real Karen. 
who Although wants she doesn't, in? she doesn't ask to speak to the manager, so she doesn't. Um, so Buffy heads to the basement, um, and then like you know, she kind of looks around, finally finds the mummy hand, um, and she goes to grab the tag next to it, and the hand leaps up and grabs her throat and chokes her. She oh, yeah. struggles with it, throws it off, and then stabs it with some kind of ancient dagger. <laughs> <laughs> and then we cut to her holding up the dagger, mummy hand skewered on it in front of the customer, saying that she gets the dagger for free. That's uh, a nice little and, tossin'. Yeah. But the woman says, this hand is dead. The power is gone. I'm not giving you money for this. She's got a British accent. And Buffy <laughs> says, oh, it's just playing dead. And she like swats the hand and says, little scamp. <laughs> <laughs> this is so silly. I know. <laughs> She the actually bell. came to buy a live dead hand. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, some good power in that, I would magic imagine. Magic shop. Yeah. It's crazy. Get all kinds at a magic shop, Pat. I guess so. You know, I've been to a magic shop before, and you know what I got? What? I got... Uh, cards? Magic cards? I think I did get some magic cards, but I also got some uh, fake cigarettes. Okay. Oh, yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> some thought it was the fake, coolest thing. Fake dog poo. <laughs> no i also got the the money snatcher thing where you'd attach a dollar bill onto a string oh yeah and then you uh let it rip when someone goes to get it mm-hmm. and i unleashed that in boston in seventh grade i was in <laughs> center of boston there's a there's a magic shop in faneuil hall and i spent like all my dollars there <laughs> of course you did yeah and we were doing the dollar trick to a bunch of poor passerbys trying to get the dollar and just you know you end up with it in your hand, and you're like, ha I gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Pat. Wow. Man, what, what a, a wild and crazy life I've had, boy. huh? I'm a real bad guy. <laughs> oh, that's really yeah. funny. <laughs> so the bell tinkles again, and the tinkle, same tinkle. customer walks through the door. And Buffy turns to Giles, offering her the same advice, and it's like Groundhog Day. Yeah, we're stuck in a loop. So she's reliving this over again. She starts to tell Giles, but he doesn't listen to her. And then we cut to inside the van where Warren says, oh, you did it. She, Dude, she's looping. <laughs> did Warren say that or did Andrew? I don't know. It uh, doesn't matter. Don't, don't matter. Jonathan says he made it so that she had to satisfy a customer with a task that resists solving. And mm. Anya tells Buffy to help the lady who just came in and to picture herself naked if she's nervous. <laughs> That's Buffy's not the like, right advice. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> that does not apply. Yeah. Buffy hands a candle to the guy without talking to him and then approaches the woman and she tells her that she can't get the mummy hand for her. And the woman says, I called here 20 minutes ago and someone said you had one. Oh, retail days. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Those were the Buffy days. tells her that there, there's a thing happening and the woman cuts her off and says she's not leaving here until she gets a mummy hand. Inside the van, Warren says that Buffy's figuring out the game and she might have Jonathan beat and then they make references to similar plots in Star Trek and X-Files. <laughs> <laughs> Buffy approaches the mummy hand with a dagger this time and a pair of tongs and, sh- and it sort of like kind of tap dances away from her. <laughs> um and then we cut to the the customer holding a bag open looking inside and buffy says fingers sold separately and door chime again here we go Buffy 
Uh, Buffy tells Anya the lady needs a mummy hand and Anya says that she hasn't even talked to her yet and she's worried about Buffy because retail is fast paced and maybe the day has gone by too quickly for her. And Buffy says, no, I don't think that's exactly the problem. (laughs) (laughs) And Giles gives her his piece of advice again and she tells him, yes, and then I'm going to marry Bob Dole and raise penguins in Guam. (laughs) That was funny. (laughs) And Giles just kind of walks off. (laughs) Uh, and Buffy slaps the candle in the guy's hand and then yells, mummy hand, right? You got it, lady. And then <laughs> she's struggling to pull the mummy hand off the woman's throat and <laughs> bell jingle again. This is a fun montage. It's yeah. Silly times. Buffy stomps past the candle guy and out the front door, but she just ends up walking back through the back entrance to the shop. Yeah. Cut to the mummy hand snapping the tongs at Buffy and she's just like looking at it miserably. (laughs) Then the bell chimes again and she rips the bell off. But then she's back again with the bell chiming. She tosses a slug candle at the guy and says, you like slug? Go with slug. She's not going (laughs) to sleep with you anyway. (laughs) (laughs) And we cut to Andrew and Warren doing imitation voices of the angry mummy hand customer inside the van. And then the door chimes again. Buffy slaps Giles' glasses out of his hand and stomps on them. And then the door chimes. And then she grabs the woman's collar and yells, It's you! You're doing this! Door chime. She chucks a candle at the guy and he doubles over. Door chime. So Buffy, much. Buffy's just crying. <laughs> door chime. Buffy stands in front of the customer and tells her that the mummy hand is defective. And there's nothing you can we can do. And then she realizes... She can special order it and deliver it anywhere the woman wants. That advice was given to her early. She should have just remembered. So she rings up the happy customer and inside the van, the boys celebrate and Andrew tallies the score. He says, Warren had 220 and I had that bonus for getting her fired. Jonathan said, but the biggest component has to be how long it took to finish. Mine took the longest. And Andrew says, only from a perspective external to the time loops. From Mr. Giles' perspective, it was shortest of all. So Warren says that it's not over. Inside the magic shop, Giles So am I claps. supposed to be understanding what's happening here with <laughs> the with the nerd nerd group and what the point mean? system and everything? Like, well, what's going on? Oh, what the are point's we... not really. <laughs> I like, don't think the point's making on? any sense. Like they're just gamifying it? I think, yeah, I mean, I think they're, they're they like, torturing Buffy, Buffy, what's going on here? Yeah. I'm, so I'm they're confused. just kind of like, let's, let's try out a bunch of things, right? And figure out, cause I think they say, I think bone. Warren says early on, like, we're going to, we want to try to test things out and find her weaknesses. Okay. Um, because why, why, why are they upset? What, why, what's going, like, because what's the motivation they be, here? They want to be crime lords of Sunnydale. They want to be crime lords. Okay. Yeah. So they, they, they have guys. money. They have all the money though already. Right. Right. But so it's not what? enough. Now what? They, they want... just want to keep doing crime. They want to, they, they want to take crime. over Sunnydale. They just want to do crime. <laughs> that, that was their mission statement. <laughs> oh, okay. Gang, team up and take over Sunnydale. All right. You gotta take out the Slayer if you want to take over Sunnydale. It's just so simplistic. <laughs> Seems like there should be more there, you know? Eh, 
that's, the stakes that's are low here. You know, they're know like, we got on. all this brain power. Let's uh, let's mess with the Slayer. Are we just wasting time till we, we get a do. real big bad? What's going on here? <laughs> I don't know. You can make a prediction about that. Yeah, they're gonna <laughs> accidentally conjure something up with that bone, and then they they will need to be <laughs> saved. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can you can make a prediction. A couple bone thugs in harmony here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> um. So inside the magic job, job, shop, Giles claps for Buffy and Anya chides her for not charging for delivery and says that she'll just take it out of Buffy's paycheck. And Mm -hmm. Buffy slaps her name tag on the counter and walks off and we see the name tag says, hello, my name is Buffy. Ask me about curses. And it's written in Comic Sans. (laughs) (laughs) And she, Buffy leaves slamming the door behind her. In Spike's crypt, Buffy's doing shots with Spike. Oh, yeah. She tells this him, is fun. Yeah. She tells him that someone's messing with her life. And he tells her that they've got to hit the demon world to figure it out. He says, you're a creature of darkness like me. Try on my world. See how good it feels. And Buffy says, are there drinks in your world? Smash cut to a seedy bar. <laughs> seedy bar. The bartender starts to pour out a shot, but Buffy grabs the whole bottle from him and then they go to a back room where there are a few different monsters gambling a wicker basket is in the middle of a poker table one of them says he kills our kind don't let him in and spike (laughs) picks up the demon pushes him out towards the door and then sits down in his chair and buffy says you're gonna play cards and spike kind of pulls her to the side and and says that you know these guys talk when they play cards so that's the plan um, then he sits back down and a demon with very loose, flappy skin says, Annie up. And they all put kittens into the basket. Yikes. <laughs> what are they going to do with those kittens? <laughs> Spike says, so who's going to advance me a tiny tabby? Get me started. <laughs> <laughs> tiny tabby. And the demons all look away casually. And Spike says, come on, someone's got to stake me. And Buffy is like, I'll do it over from the corner. And then kind of goes back to drinking. And inside the nerd van, the trio argue about which actor was the best Bond. Yeah. Back at the bar, Spike has a straight flush. I think that's what that's called, right? <laughs> yeah, it was a straight yeah. flush. Nailed it. I know you're a poker guy. At first, I, I, I said royal flush, but I think royal flush is just when you have that's like the highest straight jack, flush. Jack, queen, king, ace, right? It'd be five cards, so it'd be... And then ten? Ten, ten jack, ten jack queen, okay. king, ace. All, right. all the same suit. Right. Uh, the other demons accuse Spike Wait. of cheating. What? Is that an ace? Yeah. Is ace high? Yeah, ace is high. Well, as long as ace is high, Yeah, ace right? is high. Yeah. If yeah. not, then I guess it would be nine. I've been playing a lot, a lot of cribbage lately, too, so, you know, oh. got to remind myself. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know what cribbage is. Oh, it's so. great. I'll teach you someday. Okay, cool. You never played in the clubhouse? We used to play in the clubhouse. No, you never must taught have been me. after your time. Yeah. Yeah. Must have been. At least I don't remember doing that. Yeah. You'd remember. It's in a magical game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do not remember a magical card game, playing yeah. a magical game with you. Mm-hmm. So the other demons accuse Spike of cheating, and he points out that one of them has x-ray vision, and the flappy-skinned demon has a card tucked away in one of his rolls. And then 
<laughs> and then uh, that demon points to Buffy and says, her skin's so tight, I don't even know how you can look at it. Just <laughs> <laughs> <was> like, what? <laughs> the green demon tells Spike to leave his winnings and get out. And Spike threatens to fight them with Buffy. And Buffy says, I'm not getting into a bar fight. I'll beat him up for information. Great, but not to defend your right to gamble for kittens, which, by the way, is stupid currency. And the green demon says, they're delicious. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so he's eating them. Yes. And Buffy dumps over the kitten basket and says, scamper, be free, kittens. (laughs) Which I was like, "Uh, I would have grabbed them up and ran out with them. Yeah. Because, you know, those guys could just easily scoop them back up again. Yeah. Then she runs out into the main part of the bar. Spike follows after her and she rants about how she's too dumb for college, too strong for construction work. And she says, in my job at the magic shop, I was bored to tears even before the hour that wouldn't end. And the only person I can even stand to be around is a neutered vampire who cheats at kitten poker. (laughs) (laughs) Then she accuses him of being drunk and she storms out of the bar. Inside the van, the trio is still arguing about the best bond. And then we cut back outside to see Spike almost bump into Buffy, who stopped staring at the van. She tells Spike that she saw this van at the construction site. And then Jonathan sees Buffy walking towards them. And Andrew says, oh, she's coming over here. What do we do? Morin says, Jonathan, grab your magic bone. (laughs) (laughs) They laugh. That'll fix it. Buffy gets closer to the van and suddenly a big devilish demon comes around the van and (laughs) growls at her. Yeah, it kind of looks like Hellboy with wings. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so he's got like curved horns and wings, red skin. He wears only a loincloth. Yeah. Uh, And... (laughs) gonna have you read this part excellent <laughs> okay and demon says raw you have discovered me but do not try to defeat me for i have been testing you and i know your weaknesses <laughs> <laughs> that was perfect <laughs> i just knew you would do it justice <laughs> the van drives off behind the demon and buffy goes to punch him but she misses and it's either because i think like the notes or the transcript that I was reading said that she missed because she was drunk. But I actually think that she misses because the demon does not have physical form where she aimed. Like really? she aimed for his head. Yeah. But as we see later, it's it's Jonathan that's the right. demon. So, so I'm you thinking think she went right through him? I think that it went right through him. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. I guess either way is, it makes sense. Yeah, because the demon's taller. Yeah. Uh, than than Jonathan actually is. Okay. Uh, So then she kicks him in the stomach uh, and they both stumble backwards. Spike helps her up and the demon, wincing in pain, says, I am well struck. I call on the misty portal on my demon dimension where I will lay my head and gently die. (laughs) And then he throws something on the ground which causes a shower of sparks and a cloud of smoke to puff up. (laughs) But we see him running, like turning away and running behind the smoke. Buffy and Spike cough and wave the smoke away. And Buffy says, he blew up. Did you see that? And she says, gotta love it, you know. It makes you feel all powerful, strong, kind of (laughs) sick. We cut to the van. Warren's at the wheel. Andrew's in the passenger seat as the red devil demon shuffles back towards them. 
And the demon says, oh, here, we'll just... Uh, <laughs> I get all the lines. She hurt me all over. Warren says, someone will see you. Get in the back. I won't fit. And Andrew says, well, do the thing. All right. Let the spell be ended. And the demon shrinks back and turns into Jonathan, <laughs> holding the <laughs> loincloth around his waist because it's too big for him now. And he groans in pain, hobbles over to the back of the van and gets in. And Andrew is in awe that the slayer touched him. And Jonathan says, yeah, it was sexy the way she touched me real hard with her fists. (laughs) (laughs) Getting punched. I only looked big. I actually had the proportional strength of uh, me. And Warren says, guys, think about this. We took on the slayer. I mean... We've got all kinds of stuff in the computer now. Speed, strength, reaction time. We're getting what we need to really become a threat to her. We tested her, faced her, and we survived. And Jonathan says, unless I have internal injuries that will eventually kill me. And Andrew says, oh, of course, but barring that, Warren's right. We did good. (laughs) And Warren says, the trio versus the Slayer. It's not over. And Andrew's like, and plus, look at what we found. And the all the boys look at the one of the TV screens, and they all say together, free cable porn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <sighs> Back at the Summer's house, Giles hands a very hungover Buffy a glass of water outside the bathroom. I guess she's not very hungover, but she's, she's, she's in pain. Yeah. <laughs> then he follows her into her bedroom, uh, and he apologizes for not being able to find the demon in his research. It Buffy's... made me laugh every time she was gagging on the liquor. Every oh, time yeah. She, took she would a take a swig and go, Ugh. Yeah, and then, like, in the background, like, w- they wouldn't even cut to her. And you just hear, Yeah, Bleh. you just hear it. Yeah. <laughs> in the background. <laughs> That's, like, me anytime I smell. Like, I, I like you cocktails. Try, try to take a shot. <laughs> I didn't, yeah i mean i i'm just not a shot person also yeah. like you know i'm fucking gonna be 36 this year like i'm too old for shots. <laughs> your shot okay? stays are behind <laughs> you shot stays are <laughs> far far behind me it's funny. um but i also like i just cannot handle hard liquor because like to me it's like i smell like isopropyl alcohol first and then yeah. whatever the liquor is supposed to smell like right. so like i'm just hit with the like alcohol first yeah um so i just can't like and i i can't even do like a heavy poured cocktail like yeah i need i I need i need my drinks to be like pretty light um so i feel like anytime dave mixes up something for himself and has me smell it like that's the sound that i make (laughs) i'm like (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) um so Buffy sits on the floor and uh, next to her bed and tells Giles that, you know, she says, I'm really screwing up. And Giles tells her to go easy on herself. You know, she can't figure out everything all at once. Then he hands her a check and she unfolds it and tells him that it's too much. She can't take it. And Giles tells her to tear it up then. But Buffy says, no, I was just being polite. I'm taking the money. <laughs> <laughs> and she tells him that it's a little like having her mom back and she thanks him she yeah. tries to get up was oh. nice of giles huh yeah helping her out with some i kind of wanted to know what the money what the figure was though yeah we don't see it yeah i mean not that it's that important i was just curious you know i'm like what's yeah. that figure look like it's you enough know? to uh take care of some things it seems like right it's that old ripper money 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and she tries to get up and kind of groans in pain. So Giles helps her up and she says that she's going to go show it to Dawn. And she walks to the door, then pauses and looks back and says, I just want to tell you that this makes me feel safe, knowing you're always going to be here. And Giles smiles at her and kind of like nods. But as soon as she turns to leave, his smile turns to a worried frown. And then that's it. Yeah, because, well, I'll tell you something, Sammy Joe. Mm-hmm. I already noticed that they're still tagging Anthony Stewart Head as guest starring. Mm-hmm. Special in the guest credits. star. Yeah, yep. special guest star. So Giles is not sticking around. Okay. okay. Something's gonna happen. He's gonna leave. Something's 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 up. Something's up. Something's up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like I need to write down some of your predictions you've had so far so yeah. that I don't forget to ask you about them at the right. end. Right. Because I will forget. Uh, yeah. Any final thoughts? No, no. This is uh, silly, more fun with the nerd squad. Uh, love the van. Love the Star Wars van. Mm-hmm. Love um, the horn. Love the horn. Still don't really know what's going on with them and the whole interaction of what they're doing. <laughs> in this well, season. I think that's the thing is like they don't know either. Yeah, but just, like you know. like Warren said, he's like, "Hey, we now we have all of these stats, all of this like data collected so we can really be a threat to her." Yeah. So clearly they they're up to they're up to something. There's something's, something's up. up. Yep. So, yeah. All right. All right. Um, want some trivia? Please. So Warren's dig at Andrew about homophobia is a little bit more on the nose today because Tom Lank, who plays Andrew, is openly gay. Oh. He came out in 2008. Would so you he look wasn't, at that? He wasn't openly gay at this, like when this was filmed, but right. he came out a few years later in 2008. Okay. And his Instagram feed, I mean, I wouldn't want you to look at it now because there might be spoilers, but... His Instagram feed is phenomenal. He like does this series where he recreates like high fashion with like trash basically. <laughs> and huh. like does a really bad job of it. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's so funny. I sent okay. Dave a video today. I'll I'll find it and send it to you of of him trying to recreate uh the shining scene um where you meet the two the like twin girls. Mm-hmm. Uh, with actually the guy who plays the deputy mayor um, from Buffy, the one that Faith stabbed with a stake. Oh. Um, so it's actually the two of them. It's <laughs> it's like so stupid. <laughs> I'll send it to you. Um, yeah, so his, his Instagram is phenomenal. Nice. Uh, there is a reference to Monty Python's Flying Circus oh. in the time loop sequence where one of the villains, uh, one of the villains, I guess one of the, um, oh, oh, I think Warren says this. Um, he misquotes, this is an ex-mummy hand, which is <laughs> a take on the famous parrot sketch. Oh, you know, fun fact, Sammy Joe, I once performed the parrot sketch uh in seventh grade <laughs> <laughs> really <laughs> yeah 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 it was oh, like that's really funny 
It was part of like, I don't even know what the show was. I have a very faint memory of this. Like some kind of like review show where you could put on your know. own skit. I it was like a variety like show and we had like a choice of a few things and yeah, we picked the t- parrot sketch and yeah, that's about as much as I remember. <laughs> I feel like I need to watch Flying Circus. Yeah, I've Just... never seen Flying Circus. Well, that's not true. Well, yeah, I've seen you pieces must have, of it. Because you've seen, seen the parrot sketch. Parrot sketch, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Well, because Flying Circus was like their their mini series, right? Their like show? I think so. Yeah. It wasn't a movie. Yeah. Um so yeah, I've definitely seen like skits from it, but yeah. not the uh not the whole thing. Monty Python's just <laughs> classic. Yeah, it's rich. It's rich. Um <laughs> So cats being used as food for evil beings was first introduced in the Buffy movie uh, oh. um, when Lothos, uh, played by Rutger, Rutger Hauer, yeah. the like main bad guy, yeah. um, picks one up and says that he's off to have a snack. <laughs> oh, I don't really remember <laughs> so that. A, but... That was a callback. <laughs> yeah. James C. Leary, the actor who plays Clement, the floppy-skinned demon in the mm-hmm. uh, in the poker game, mm-hmm. told BBC about the kittens. He said, actually having to deal with about 12 kittens on a table when for some of the scene we were raised above the floor to get proper eye lines, so the table was about two feet off the ground and the kittens kept trying to crawl off the table, was difficult. <laughs> you don't want to let them fall, so you're in the middle of this dialogue scene trying to remember your lines and to not look at the camera, and you're All like, right. oh, there goes a kitten. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> so it was an it's effort trying to... Yeah, it was an effort trying to wrangle the kittens and keep them on the table. It was so crazy because there were 12 to 14 of them that they would just keep interchanging all day long on the set. Meow, 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 cut. We have kittens mewing. (laughs) They were... Meow, 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 (laughs) meow. He says they were from the um, SPCA, the Society for Protection of Cruelty to Animals. Mm -hmm. Uh, So everybody on set wanted to take one home. I can't. My wife's allergic to cats, so that solved that problem. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And Jonathan's phrase, let the spell be ended, was also used by Willow previously in the episode The Replacement. Oh. Let the spell be ended. Yeah, that was when... Um, it's like... Oh, right. That was when there was a, two Xanders. Mm-hmm. And and she was like... Um, yeah, she like put, gets them together and says, let the spell be ended. And Xander's like, there's no way that's going to work. But that's what works. <laughs> right. Sometimes yeah. it's all you need. Yeah, very simple. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah, that's that is Buffy season six episode five life serial <laughs> all right well fun episode what do you say is it time to get into lost i think it is let's get into lost this is lost season five episode five this one is titled this place is death Sammy oh, Joe. That's a mm-hmm. title. Yeah, I know. Life serial, huh? Yeah. Um 
Original air date is February 11th, 2009. Written by Edward Kitsis and Adam Horowitz and directed by Paul Edwards. What are your predictions? So, in episode 98 of this podcast, I called that Charlotte would die. Okay. Uh, and also in 98, I said Desmond will find Daniel's mother in LA and it will be the woman who told him about his destiny and ultimately he will go back to the island. And then last episode, I said Jin and Sun will reunite on the island and it will be beautiful and a miracle and it will happen whenever they fix the time looping. Hmm. Uh, Charlotte and Miles have been to the island before and that's why Widmore hired them. Okay. All right, good predictions. All right, so this episode starts with Sun in the car looking from afar at Jack, oh, Kate, and Ben. <laughs> Not this again. <laughs> I'm going to start rapping again. Yeah, her cell phone rings and she picks it up and a Korean woman asks where she is and she tells her she's in Los Angeles. Yeah, uh, hi, hi, Sun. When are you going to come home to your daughter and like, you know, take care of her? Right. Remember your miracle daughter that you didn't think you were going to have? You might mm-hmm. want to pay attention to her before time Just runs might. out. Yeah. Okay. And also, don't drive around with a child in a car. <laughs> yeah, and she also is the gun. worst babysitter ever <laughs> just, yeah and pretty on, soon son. she just gets out of the car and just leaves Aaron there in the car yeah it's like no windows on. open yeah all the doors locked right just on some dock by the bay mm-hmm. in the darkness yeah yeah okay so uh child this, on the dock <laughs> of the bay <laughs> this Aaron's gonna grow up to be a very interesting person yeah you know some if kind of comedian or up, something if he makes right. it that far yeah <laughs> so she says that she's in los angeles and the woman then puts son's baby on the phone and son tells her daughter that she's going to meet a new friend by the name of aaron soon hmm? oh yeah yeah. Uh, yeah if he survives again yeah again <laughs> if you do your uh you do your job as a good babysitter right. slash kidnapper stop bringing guns with you when you're yeah. also with the child Son's uh, daughter says she misses her, and then Son hangs up. Son then grabs her handgun and exits the vehicle, and she approaches Kate, Jack, and Ben, and she tells Kate to move away, and then she holds the gun up to Ben's chest, and she says, if it wasn't for you, Jin would still be alive. And Ben says, I didn't kill your husband, son, like a creep. And then Son Mm. says, yes, you did. And Ben says, no, I didn't. Neither did anyone else, because he's not dead. And Sun says, you're lying. And Ben says, no, son. Jin's still alive and I can prove it. He's always got an ace up his sleeve. I had a feeling he was going to do something like this. He gets out of everything. No matter what you threaten him with, he's got some sort of information. Something that he can hold over your head. It's very smart, this guy. Whoosh cut. He's a great... He definitely is a great... What's the word? Uh... Not uh, antagonist. Yeah, he's definitely or, a phenomenal or anti-hero or anti. <laughs> kind of. I don't in know a way. if he quite qualifies as an anti-hero. Yeah, I guess you don't really root for him ever. Yeah, but he's just so interesting. You don't yeah. hate him. Sometimes you I do. I mean, you do, but you don't. But you also but respect. You kind of love him. Kind of love to hate him. Yeah, he's so conflicting as a character. He's so conflicting. I can't really think of many other conflicting characters. No. 
Like he's kind of like Jack Sparrow, but Jack Sparrow is way more charming. But you, yeah, you just love Jack Sparrow. You love Jack and you're Sparrow. like, what's he gonna do next? Well, I guess you feel that way about Ben, but <laughs> yeah. but Ben, you're just like you're shady. You're just you what? Uh, you're just yeah. shady, right? I yeah. don't know what's going on, and I don't so, like you. And why do you have a shit-eating grin all the time? Right, because he's always he always has something on you. He says, right. uh, "Yeah, so whoosh cut to Jin on the island." with the french people and one of the men has a walkie-talkie and is tuning in a man saying the numbers it's like four eight fifteen sixteen and the camera just kind of strays oh, by him yeah right Jin talks to a young danielle rousseau who's pregnant and mm-hmm. he says you rousseau daniel rousseau she says yes that's right and he says where are you from and she says we sailed from tahiti and Jin says when and rousseau says november 15th Jin says no what year and Russo says, 1988, why? And Jin says he needs hey, to go find his camp. Dave was born. Oh, would you look at that? Would you look at that? Jin says he needs to go find his camp, and he asks them about a helicopter. Then they speak French to each other for a second and ask Jin if there's a radio tower on the island. Jin answers, yes. Well, they, ha- they first camp. like draw it out and have to explain it to him. And I'm like, oh, right. this is going to be sand. fun. French people trying to speak <laughs> English to Jin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, but he, they get they there. Figure they figure it out, it out yeah. through, uh, what, what do you call that when you draw it out? Sand drawing? <laughs> yeah, sand drawing. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> no, the game. Pic- Pictionary? Pictionary? Yeah, Pictionary. Is that what you- yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, Rousseau asks if he can find his way Side to note. camp. My, so my brother and sister-in-law have Pictionary after, or Telestrations, Mm -hmm. which is kind of a, have you ever played Telestrations? No. Okay. Telestrations is hilarious. I don't remember how you play Pictionary, but I think you just draw one thing. Whereas Telestrations, you have like a booklet. And so the first person, like you usually, there's like a card and you pick a word from the card or whatever. Um, and you write down the word and then you draw our phrase and then you draw what it is. And mm-hmm. then you, um, you pass your book to a person next to you and they see the drawing and have to guess what it is. And then they guess what it is and then pass it on to the next person. The next person has to draw it. And it goes like that, like where you guess what it is or, um, or draw it, um, continuously. So it's like telephone. And also you're like, and also Pictionary. Um, it's really, <laughs> it's really stupid fun. And then there's Telestrations After Dark, which is like adult Telestrations. Right. And we played with my brother uh, and my sister-in-law and like a couple other people. And at one point, my sister-in-law was like, Sammy, why are you so bad at this game and drawing? Aren't you a graphic designer? And I was like, you don't know how much that cuts me to the core. (laughs) I was like, look, not all graphic designers can draw. Okay. I'm more of a type graphic designer. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Uh, It made me so sad, but also Uh. laugh, but also I'll never forget it. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Anyway, fun game. Anyway. So, yeah, uh, Rousseau asks if he can find his way to camp from the radio tower, which he says yes. So they decide to go find the tower together. He also says he hopes to find his wife. Cut to walking in the jungle, Sammy Joe. Danielle has a pregnancy pain. 
and her boo sidles up to check on her. He's like, hey, what's going on? Wee oui, wee, oui, monsieur, is what he says. And wow. uh, they discuss the baby's name, Alex, if a boy, and Alexandra, if a girl. Alexander, if it's a boy. <laughs> Alexandra, if it's a girl. Right, 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 right. Crossover. Uh, crossover. Alexander Harris. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's Sanders. Sanders' full name is Alexander. <laughs> that's, that's true. Um, so then they notice that they lost Nadine. She's always running off this oh, Nadine. Oh, Nadine with the canteen. <laughs> Because they're looking for the canteen, and they're like, oh, Nadine has it. So I feel right. like this is where the creators were just like, I don't know, give me a name that rhymes with canteen. Yeah, canteen, Nadine, nailed it. Yeah, one of the dudes said, she's probably off chasing a butterfly or something. Yeah, and nice. then they hear a low growl or groan, you know? Yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh. I can't really hear it because Zoom just cancels oh, it well, out. Well, let me tell you, that was a perfect <laughs> representation of the smoke monster sound. Okay, perfect. And you're going to hear it later and you're going to be like, wow, Sandy yeah. was really on with her sound game tonight. I bet she was. Yeah. You should have taken a crack at that whoosh earlier. I don't know no, why you didn't. Because then I wouldn't have been and I would- You would have foiled it? Have foiled it. Okay. So they asked Jen what that was and Jen says, monster. And then As in we get cheese. The what? Monster cheese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or the show, the monsters. They're like fromage. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, we love that TV show. And then we get the lost no. title. <laughs> uh, the and then back from the lost title, whoosh. Uh, the group looks for Nadine, and they find remnants of her pack and whatnot, and they start to they start a plan to split up, and then kaboom. Boom. Which Someone is the goes, worst thing. No, you never want to do never that. Split okay? up. You don't want to. Buddy do. system always. But they Come didn't on. even get that Rule far in the one. plan. I know. Because kaboom, someone goes right up in the sky from the ground as yeah. we hear the skittering smoke monster sounds. <laughs> okay. Yeah. that That's the sound that I was doing earlier. I guess I, I didn't do the roar. Okay, cool. And then blam, Nadine comes down careening onto the ground. She did, man. Nadine Kareen. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. They just keep <laughs> keep uh keep on uh yep. 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 <laughs> Nadine uh, no spleen. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. Uh something happened in my notes here where I copied basically the whole transcript by accident into it. I was like, why is my notes thirty one pages long? Oh my All right. God. We'll have that's to, worse than me. We'll have to figure that one out, huh? Uh, so they all scramble and a dude with short hair starts to notice the smoke monster lurking around off lurking in the distance. Smirking. Yeah. And then it rears up and it attacks the dude and starts pulling him across the jungle and then into a hole. We've seen this before with John Locke, you know? Yeah. Uh, the rest of the group scrambles to try to save him and they grab him by the arm as he gets pulled into the hole a tug of war ensues, oh. resulting in the man getting pulled into the hole and the French survivors and Jin left holding a torn off arm. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, listen, you can get away from your group, but it'll cost you an arm. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Hey, Pat. Yeah. I wonder if Richard had a hand in this. That? Think so? Maybe? Yeah. You got one more? 
Looks like it's arm day for the smoke monster. <laughs> nice. I got one. one more for you. Oh, you got a foreski? All right. You got to really hand it to the smoke monster. All right. It yeah. can be quite disarming. Ah, yep, 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 yep. <laughs> Those are the good ones. You don't have any? You know, I, I thought about it for a second, and then I had so many notes to write down that I think I was like, no time for puns, and I just kept <laughs> oh, typing. Oh, Pat, you know there's always time for puns, unless it's a tender moment on Buffy, in which case there isn't. I also thought that you would have this one wrapped up, which you did. Okay? Which I did. Yeah, it, I, it, I really, it was in I really had my arms around it. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Ew. So, this is yeah. my this is my fish pun episode <laughs> is it this is the one <laughs> it's all about one. arms and hands yeah <laughs> okay yeah well you uh uh nope that's not you gotta it, hand it to won't me work. you gotta hand it yep okay all right yeah give yourself a pat on the arm <laughs> okay <laughs> they they then hear the dude calling up to everyone saying come help me <laughs> okay and, then, and yeah <laughs> okay so <laughs> this scene this scene reminded me <laughs> of the scene where will ferrell falls off a cliff in austin powers and he's like i'm not oh, yeah. dead i'm just very badly injured <laughs> right i, I yeah. think i'll try my other leg oh no it's broken too <laughs> <laughs> so good and it was so funny i looked at dave and i was like i don't know why but this scene is reminding you and he's like will ferrell and austin powers and i was like yeah and we both started cracking up <laughs> that's funny <laughs> So they go to help, but Jin stops Rousseau and he tells her no because of baby. And she grabs the gun and looks at the hole and then flash in the sky. And Jin is left outside these ancient ruins and the dude's arm is still there, but it's a bit rotten now. So some time is like passed, you know, (laughs) it's a good marker of time is like Mm. how rotten is that arm? Yeah. Okay. Um, so some time has passed. You could say the hands have made it around the clock a few times. (laughs) Yeah, the hand, the single hand. Yeah. Ew. Um, So, Jin finds a larger leaf to drink from. You know, how you gather some water, some rainwater on a leaf, and Mm -hmm. you you drink it. Yeah. It's a good move. Mm -hmm. It's probably bucket list material for me. Uh, And then... (laughs) He noticed. You know, he, I gotta say, I'm I I have I didn't do that in Costa Rica. I had prime opportunity and didn't. man, yeah, but you I know, really you also run the risk of having some uh, ball python yeah, like exactly. underneath the leaf, just waiting <laughs> oh, for somebody. I saw way too many spiders and fucking and yeah, exactly. snakes uh, when I was there. Pointed out, I didn't know yeah. that the tour that we were going on was going to focus so heavily on snakes and spiders. <laughs> yeah, you don't and need that. I was not happy about it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. I don't like it. All right. So, uh, and uh, I can't <laughs> concentrate. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, so he looks around. Jin looks around. And he notices a plume of smoke billowing off, billowing off in the distance, and he takes off towards it. Uh, he then comes to a beach where he finds some camping materials strewn about and oh. a bunch of random luggage pieces, a violin, a bride, a groom, music box. He then notices two dead dudes lying in the sand close by. As he goes to check them out, there's flies all around him buzzing, you know? Mm-hmm. And then he finds Danielle holding up Robert, her boo. 
and she's oh. uh, screaming at him with a gun in her hand. And he also has a gun. They both got rifles, they but both he doesn't have it pointed. He's got his like kind of pointed down. So Robert is saying, Danielle, don't do this. It's me. And she says, this is all in French, by the way. She says, you're not Robert. You've changed. That thing has changed you. I think you really ought to say it in French. Mm, I could try. Tis pas Robert. Tis change. Set machine tas change. Never mind. I don't okay. know what is happening, but somehow <laughs> you are making French sound German. What? That doesn't <laughs> sound German. That's perfect French right there. Perfect French. <laughs> You're not even uh, trying to roll your R's. All right. Back to English. I can't roll my R's. All right. I'm terrible at French. All right. French <laughs> toast. I'm French toast. Uh, so Robert says, uh, Danielle, please put your gun down. I love you. Why are you acting like this? And she says, because you're not Robert. You're sick. That monster made you sick. And Robert says, there is no monster. It's, it's a security system that guards the temple. That's all. He's like, put down your gun. She hesitates for a second. And then he says, I love you, Danielle. I don't want anything to happen to us, to you and to our baby. Please don't do this. And she lowers her gun. And suddenly, Robert cocks his gun and he fires, but it's blank. You know, Unbelievable. And so yeah. she's like, blap. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She takes care of business. She shoots Robert right in the head. And then she notices Jin. Well, cause because he comes running out yelling. Yeah, he's like, no. Yeah. And Jin, uh, you know, she's, she starts screaming at him. She's like, you disappeared. You're sick too. And then she starts shooting at Jin as he runs away. Then fling, fling, flash. Jin gets <laughs> held up by another gun after the flash. So and Jin, what I yeah. don't understand though is his flashes don't seem to line up with the other survivors because the other survivors didn't run into, um, you know they went they went all the way back to nineteen fifty whatever, right, uh, and. They didn't cross paths with the French people. Right. So. But that was 1980s. Yeah, but they don't. But what I'm saying is um, we didn't see. We did not see the other survivors, you know, Locke and I guess just Locke and Sawyer are the only like survivors, right? Mm-hmm. original survivors we didn't see them in 1988 because well, they we didn't... might have like when know. the later on like when the well is all covered up and stuff that could that could be then you know well, no it can't be it can't be I mean, I, it could be but what i'm could saying be. is Jin's flashes don't seem to be lining up with the flashes that we have seen already of the other group okay all right. Yeah, I can't keep it all straight anyways. You didn't take, yeah, okay. Yeah, I just, you know. I no just wonder kinda, you love this show. You don't have any questions. I just let it you, wash you just, over right, me, you yeah, know. you just. Ugh. Just like any other Billy Bob in Nebraska, you know, just kind of taking it in, Sammy Joe. You're mm. just on the ride. So anyway, speaking of I ride. guess I just, I guess I just, you know, have much higher <laughs> expectations since I was exposed to such premium right. uh-huh. content yeah. <laughs> as premium. Buffy when I was very young <laughs> right. that yeah. I just, you know, writing's right. got to be good. It's got to be rock solid. Right. Uh-huh. Okay. 
All right, I hear you. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> you're right, rock solid. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, she shoots at him, flashes, and then he gets bling, held bling. up by another gun. Mm-hmm. And it's a southern voice that says, Turn around slowly, <gasps> which he does. Turn and it's. And I need Sawyer tonight. <laughs> and it's Sawyer. And they hug and celebrate. They're Aww, so happy to see each so other. So nice. Jin's back from the dead. This is crazy. Yeah. And then Jin so asks. Sawyer's got his friend back. Where is Sun? Cut to Miles with Faraday and Charlotte asks where this dude came from, you know, from afar. They're like off, like bathing their hands in a little brook. And Jin <laughs> then <the> explodes. <laughs> <laughs> Jin then explodes in Korean to Sawyer, which he then walks over to Miles yeah. <laughs> in the group. <laughs> Starts ranting. It's yeah, so and, funny. And he Korean. asks to, to translate. And uh, Yeah, they look at Sawyer. Miles. And Miles yeah. is like, uh, I'm from Encino, dude. Yeah, he's like, uh, he's Korean. I'm from Encino. And Charlotte <laughs> says he wants to know how you're sure his wife is off the island. And, and Sawyer's like, you like, speak Korean, Red? <laughs> it's like, yeah, she's an anthropologist. Anthropologist, yeah. I realize she's not a, arch- I think I said that she was an archaeologist earlier. Oh, but I guess okay. she's an anthropologist. Gotcha. Uh, and Miles says, obviously. And then Locke says, tell him I'm sure, but none of it will matter if we don't make it to the orchid. And then Charlotte transba- uh, translates back to Jin. She says, away off the island. Locke's planning to leave here and bring back all of your friends, including your wife. He thinks it's the only way to stop the flashes. And Jin says to Locke, he says, bring Sun back while you bring her back. And Locke says, because she she never should have left. And then we cut back to Sun holding Ben up with a gun. Sun says, I've spent the last three years thinking, believing that he was dead. You say you have proof that he's not. I want to see it. And Ben tries to de-escalate the situation, but Sun insists. She says, there's someone, someone here in Los Angeles. Oh, sorry. This is what he says. <laughs> there's someone, someone here in Los Angeles. Let me take you to them and I'll show you the proof. And she says, someone who? And he says, the same person that's going to show us how to get back to the island. Yeah. And Kate going to be Faraday's mom, but they won't reveal that she's his mom yet until Desmond oh. finds her. Gotcha. So Kate says to Jack, she says, is that what this is about? You knew about this? And Jack's like, no, no, I was. And she says, and that is why you're pretending to care about Aaron to convince me to go back there? And Jack's like, I wasn't pretending anything. And Kate says, this is insane. You guys are crazy. And she takes off. Yeah, those boots are made for walking. That's what they're going to do. She's walking out. And then Saeed decides to leave. Yeah. Saying he doesn't want to see Jack or Ben ever again. Okay. And Ben says, 30 minutes, son. We can be there in 30 minutes. And you'll have proof. Proof that he's alive. Or you can shoot me and never know. And son goes, let's go. Back on the island. Locke and Jin Talk and walk in the jungle. Never seen this before. This is new. Ugh. Jin says, how will you leave the island? And Locke says, I'm not sure yet. And Jin says, I'll go with you. 
And Locke says, it doesn't work like that. It's a one-man job. Bless you. Bless you. Thank you. Sorry. Jin says, why? And Locke says, I don't know why, Jin. It just is. But I promise I'll bring Sun back. Charlotte and ah, ah, Faraday stumble around and talk. And then fling, fling, flash. Charlotte says, oh, no. And then it flashes to nighttime. Then right away, it flashes again. Double, oh, double, no. double back time to flash. Back flashes. Yeah. And the flashes seem more intense for Charlotte and Juliet. There's like this slow shutter thing that's going on where it's like, you know, it's crazy visually, you know? Yeah. Everyone's grabbing yeah. their head like Right. In pain. It's very painful. Mm-hmm. And then it's daytime again. So Charlotte keels over and Juliet has blood in her nose, but also Sawyer has some blood this time mm. coming out of his nose. Um... Then Don't Charlotte like wakes up. Don't like that. Yelling to Jin in Korean. Then she says it in English. She says, "Don't let them bring her back. No matter what. Don't let them bring her back. This place is death." <sighs> Cut to Sun and Ben driving in his creep van with Jack in the back. Jack apologizes for leaving Jin behind, saying things were happening too fast but they should have waited for him. Son well, says, why are you telling me this now, Jack? So, wait, before that though, Son is like, you said 30 minutes. And Ben was like, well, <laughs> oh, I didn't traffic. account for traffic. <laughs> and I'm like, it's LA, Ben. Was this your first time to LA? You got to account for traffic. Yeah. Also, in LA at night, the traffic's really not that bad. So. Oh, okay. It was like night and day. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's where uh, that phrase comes from pat <laughs> that's where it comes from traffic in la <laughs> um so yeah yeah yeah. she says why, why are, are you telling, telling me this now jack are you going to ask me to not kill ben not to kill ben if he's lying about my husband and jack says after what he just did to kate if you don't do it son i will and ben slams on the brakes and he pulls the van over and he says what are you doing Oh, Jack says, what are you doing? (laughs) And Ben says, what I'm doing is helping you. And if you had any idea what I've had to do to keep you safe, to keep your friends safe, then you'd never stop thanking me. You want to shoot me? Then shoot me. But let's get on with it. What's it going to be? Okay. Well, maybe you should tell them what you've done, Ben. Okay. Let's not drag this out any longer. We need details, Ben. Okay. Quit being so glib. But son just says, drive. And Ben restarts the van. He continues driving. Angry Daddy Benjamin says he will turn this van right around, mister. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Cut back to the island with Faraday checking on Charlotte. She's going all loopy saying crazy things about her mother and Hannibal. uh, Sawyer wants to leave her behind and then uh, come back for her. But Faraday says he's not going to leave her. And she's flash. also like, oh, I love Geronimo Jackson. Yeah. Which I was <laughs> yeah. like, oh, hey, <laughs> maybe that's the key. <laughs> she does say that. Uh, uh, she says, uh, when Charlotte then <laughs> says, turn it up. I love Geronimo Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Sawyer says, let me ask you something, John. If we never know when the hell we are, what happens if the orchid ain't around anymore? And Charlotte says, look for the well. You'll find it at the well. And Sawyer's like, I'll be sure to do that. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, lady. Okay. Geronimo Jackson over here. 
<laughs> and Locke says, let's go. They take off walking through the jungle. Locke takes the lead and finds the orchid station saying, And here's here. my note. I'm uh-huh. so bored with this show. Nothing is happening. <laughs> what? <laughs> too much walking? Too, too much, much walking and flashing? Too much walking and just, there's just, they're just dragging out the same thing for so long. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Pad's yeah. killing me. It's killing you? It's killing me. I was like, oh, I'm go- I'm so happy to be back to Lost. And now I'm like, no. First couple I'm of seasons not. are pretty great though. Yes. But right? They have when we really... were first getting glimpses of the smoke monster and stuff, it's so yeah. fun. But they just dragged it Remember out Remember the early long. hatch days? Yeah, but so that's great. Those are f- those are just so far gone now. <laughs> so far gone now. They've we're just lost walking. the plot. <laughs> they lost it. The, di- huh? the directors, the writers are all lost. Yeah. Yeah. I think they are kind of lost right here. Yeah. <laughs> and like, let's just do stuff. Just flash and just, you know, just I mean, keep like, talking. you got to admit it, you know? And we'll just, just... we'll just bring a character back at the end. It's fine. It's, it's just, fine. It's fine. Yeah. So anyways, they take off walking through the jungle. <laughs> they find that they find the orchid station saying we're here. And then Juliet jinxes them by saying, "What are the odds that we'd end up the same time period as this thing?" And then flash, and it's gone. Nice going, Juliet. And Sawyer's like, "Just had to say something, huh?" But that uh doesn't stop Locke from his Locke scramble. He finds the well close by, you know? Mm. Kind of goes around the corner, finds this well that uh, Charlotte had said. Yep. And we cut to Charlotte with Daniel, ah, ah, stroking her temple as she coughs. And we're going to do some lines. <laughs> I got the black lung, I Daniel. Got the black lung. <laughs> All right, you be Charlotte and I'll be ah, ah. <laughs> I've been here before. You've been, been here before? I grew up here on the island. And there was this, this thing, this Dharma initiative. And then I moved away with my mom, just my mom. And I never saw my dad again. And then when I got back to England, I would, I would ask my mom about this place. Yeah. But she would say that it wasn't (laughs) real and that I made it up. That's why I became an anthropologist to find this (laughs) island again. It's, it's what I've been searching for my whole life. Charlotte, why, why are you telling me this? <laughs> because I remember something now. <laughs> so quiet. <laughs> when I was little living here, there was this man, a crazy man. He really scared me. And he told me that I had to leave the island (laughs) and never, ever come back. He told me that if I came back, I would die. Charlotte, uh, uh, I don't understand. Daniel, (laughs) I think that man was you. And then music sting. (laughs) And we get a reaction shot of Daniel going (gasps) maximum. (laughs) Come on. What is this, a soap opera? What is Cut. this fucking lifetime over here? Come on, it's good stuff. You know what? That was a first of all, it was a fantastic uh, uh, rendition of that scene. Second of all, I feel <laughs> like I like this backstory though of Charlotte being lied to by her mom. Mm. 
being on the island uh, and yeah. then trying to search well, for it. And so, uh, yeah, like sure, that. sure, that's great. But here's the thing: I bet <laughs> sure, Charlotte's dad is Widmore. Really? Okay. Mm, maybe. All right, that's a good one. That's what I think. I should probably write okay. that down. Yeah, you probably should. So Locke that dude is got fixing. Around, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just like Locke. uh, just like <laughs> Christian Shepherd. Right. Oh yeah. Bunch of men just, just uh, philandering. Up. Philandering, exactly. <laughs> Locke is fixing to climb down this well, hoping to find a way off the island. But before he heads down, Jin tells him not to bring Sun back. John protests and says that he has to bring them all back. He says that's how it works. But Jin threatens to cut the rope if he does, oh. and then makes John promise not to bring Sun back. And he gives John Locke his ring as proof that Jin is dead so that she doesn't come back looking for him. And Juliet thanks John for what he's doing. And her Uh, skin is... Yeah, okay, hold on a second. (laughs) Like, if he... Everybody watched him explode in... Or everybody watched the freighter explode. And so we thought Jin died on the freighter. Yeah. So if he died on the freighter... Yeah. And it exploded in the water. How are uh, they going to what uh, how are they going to recover that ring? Yeah, good point. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Just, okay. Just using my yeah, using I, I my don't head know why we need to make up rack, a story. <laughs> I think I think it's just like she saw the freighter explode. Right. So, I think that ship has sailed. And I think that ring is sunk. Mm, good point. To Davy Jones' locker. Right. Exactly. Um, so unless you're going to say Smeagol found it. <laughs> yeah, my precious. The bottom of the ocean. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I also just want to say that that, um, that Juliet's skin glowing here. Yeah. She's very She's healthy beautiful. looking. Yeah. The island has been great for her complexion. It has been. Whatever's going on. Yeah. She's, you know. It's hey, listen, good. I spent enough time on an island. That's how I look, too, if you can believe that. What? I can't. Not this pasty-ass <laughs> ghost you see now. Really? Yeah, you become an island gal, do you? Oh, yeah. Yeah? I was wow. I was getting a nice tan on in Costa Rica when we came yeah. home. One of my friends was like, I barely recognize you. You're so tan. And I was like, really? Oh, <laughs> uh, really? <laughs> I yeah. thought she was pulling my leg, but she was like, no, I'm serious. I'm like, okay, I don't, don't think I'm that tan, but it's when probably I lived the most in LA, tan I've ever been. <laughs> when I lived in LA, I didn't have a tan, but oh, I had the clearest LA? skin. Yeah, I'll tell you about it someday. But <laughs> I had the clearest skin yeah. I had ever had. It's you the know? best. Yeah, it was weird. That's why crazy. Hollywood's over there. That's right? where all the beautiful people live. <laughs> That's why. There's no humidity. Your hair's not crazy all the time. Yeah, just a bunch of smogginess. It's warm, mm-hmm. sunny. There's no fucking bugs. There's no mosquitoes. <laughs> yeah, it is pretty crazy, the weather there. It's pretty yeah. nuts. Yeah. Uh, so Locke says, you're welcome. And then he heads down the well. As he heads he down the well. he wrap up his hands. No, I don't need to. He's got to protect those mitts from rope burn. Nah, they're they're calloused. They're ready to go, man. Mm. So the island begins to flash again as he's mid-rope, and Locke falls from the rope, smashing onto the bottom of the well floor. Oh, and yeah, he, that he hollers really in pain. It's, mm. I feel really bad for him. He's hollering. And Sawyer, 
still holding the rope, but Miles points out that he doesn't need to hold that thing anymore. And Sawyer looks down to notice that the rope is now buried into the ground. Uh, and yeah, he yells just, to get them. It's just all dirt. There's no, there's no well anymore. Right. And he's like, come on, come on, we got to dig him up. You know, he starts like trying to dig at the ground and Julia yeah. just kind of like stops him. She's like, no, no, you don't need no. to do this. No. And then we cut to Charlotte really struggling for life here. And Daniel tells her that his mother, uh, his mother will save them. Sure. Yeah. And then Charlotte says, hey, hey, listen, listen. And Daniel says, yeah, what? (laughs) Charlotte says in a childish voice, she says, I'm not allowed to have chocolate before dinner. (laughs) (laughs) And then she dies right there. How can you have any pudding if you don't eat your meat? Eat your meat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And she dies right there. She just goes still. Oh, no. And Daniel can't believe it. That and she he's like, her last words were about having <laughs> chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a weird one to go out on, huh? Yeah. Yeah. And then we cut to John. Oh, it's very, very emotional. I'll just so say, emotional. you know, big sweeping Everyone's camera. Upset. My Anyways, eyes were so teary. Cut to John Locke on the bottom of the well, yelling out in pain. He's got a popped out leg oh, bone. Well, uh, yeah, I wrote, oh, that's a bone. Hello. Nice bone skewer sticking out. Yeah, nice skewer. And he yells up to Sawyer, but no one can hear him. And he then hears a scuffling noise down in the cave there that he's in, the whale. Uh Uh-oh. And he he looks up to notice a man coming Mm. out of a cave. And he lights a lantern, and he turns around, and it's Jack's dad, Christian Shepard. Fucking Christian. He says, hello, John. And Locke says, you, what are you doing down here? And Christian says, I'm here to help you the rest of the way. And Locke says, I, I don't understand. Christian says, you came to see me in the cabin. You asked me how to save the island, and I told you how to move it. I said that you had to move it, John. And Locke says, but Ben said he knew how to do it. He told me that I had to stay here and lead his people. And Christian says, since when did listening to him get you anywhere worth a damn? The good news is that you're here now. You ready to go? And Locke says, I don't, I don't, I, I don't know what to do once I get there. And Christian says, there's a woman living in Los Angeles. Now, once you get all your friends together, and it must be all of them, everyone who left. And once you've persuaded them to join you, this woman will tell you exactly how to come back. And Locke says, who is she? And Christian says, her name is Eloise Hawking. Oh, Hawking, huh? Hawking. Hawking, Faraday, all scientist names. Oh, okay. Locke says, what if I can only convince some of them to come back? You know, really getting getting into the weeds. Important questions here. (laughs) Well, someone's got to ask questions. (laughs) Christian uh, gives a great answer, which is, I believe in you, John. You can do this. Thanks, and Christian. Locke says, Thanks, ghost. <laughs> shouldn't even said, be here. Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Thanks, ghost. <laughs> Richard said, I was going to die, is what Locke says. And Christian says, Well, I suppose that's why they call it sacrifice. And Locke says, All right, I'm ready. Yeah, he's barely really any barely up. any hesitation. You know, nah, he's, what a good he's, man. You know, He's meant he he wants to have purpose, you know. But also, He's his leg is busted, 
And right. he would die anyway if no one helped him. And he's him. like, yeah, come on, use me. Like, get me out of here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Christian says, good. Now on the other side of this column here is a wheel slipped off its axis. All you have to do is give it a little push. And Locke, he's like wincing in pain. He says, could you help me up? Christian says, no, sorry, I can't. Because Locke, he's a ghost and he's not corporeal. Right. Locke grunts in pain as he stands up and he goes around the column and he enters the wheel cha- chamber and he sees flashes of green light illuminating the space and the pulses of light are accompanied by intense humming sounds and a large wooden wheel attempts to rotate forward but it skips backward seeming to be stuck in place and Christian says good luck very John. very janky looking I gotta say. I gotta say this is very Goonies to me. It is very Goonies. It yeah. just, just reminds me of the Chester Goonies. Chester Copperpot would be all about, you know? Yeah. Locke grabs one of the wheel's arms and pulls his weight against it, and the wheel suddenly lurches forward with a clank, throwing John towards the wall, and the light emanating from behind the wheel becomes increasingly intense and gradually fills the chamber. Wow. And Christian says, say hello to my son in the say room. Say hello to my little friend. <laughs> my little son, Jack. He's like, well, that was a weird way to end. No, he doesn't. He just says, say hello to my son. And Locke says, who's your son? And then, wow. Right. Wow. Yeah. And flash to Jack in the back again. Jack in the back. (laughs) And the van rounds the corner and they all get out of, uh, get out. And Ben turns to son, giving her a ring. Son says, how do you have this? He get, so ben, he tells her that you know, he gives it to her. It's like yeah. he says that it's, you know, Jin's ring. And Ben says, John gave it to me. And Jack says, you said John never came to see you. And Ben says, that's true, Jack. I went to see him. Oh, Ben. <laughs> semantics. Ben and your semantics. <laughs> yeah. And then to Sun, he says, Jin gave it to him before he left the island. And Sun says, why did, why did he not tell me himself? And Ben says, I don't know. Maybe he never had a chance before he died. I'm sorry I had to bring you here before I gave it to you, son. But all those people back on the island, Jin included, need our help. There's a woman in this church, and she can tell us how to get back to your husband. But we're running out of time, son, so I need you to decide right now. Will you come with me? And son says, yes. Then who comes out of the darkness? Cool guy Desmond Mm -hmm. in his leather jacket. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, okay, I guess they are going to explain that this is Faraday's mother. And Desmond says, you're looking for Faraday's mother too? And they all enter the church. And Ben says, hello, Eloise. And the woman from the ring store turns around and says, hello, Benjamin. Hello. Hello. Uh, she says, I thought, I was right. she says, I thought I said all of them. And Ben says, this is all I could get on short notice. And she goes, well, I suppose it will have to do for now. All right, let's get started. Boom. Lost title. And now they're going to have to pledge themselves into her cult. <laughs> yeah. First, we need to cut our hands and do a blood, blood uh, contract here that says you will always be part of my Eloise cult. And then you have to tiptoe 
Through the tulips. <laughs> yes. And uh, also and other cult material. Your best Beatles <laughs> song. Because I love the Beatles. But no Yellow Submarine. <laughs> I'm, that's It's overplayed. And you better not sing Octopus's Garden either. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And Let It Be does not count. But everything else is fair game. <laughs> Most everything is fair game. <laughs> uh, except for Helter Skelter. We don't count that either. Except also Strawberry Fields Forever. I don't yeah. like strawberries. Mm-hmm. But any other song. Any other one. Pick any other one. It's fine. Don't sing Hey Jude. That was my husband's name and he's a bastard. Yes. But and any also, other one. Also, help is just a little too needy for me, so no, no help either. So, yeah, There's and I don't want to get from. high with a little help from my friends because no, nope, that's because bad. Morals. This is a clean household and church. We are we are pure here, and we don't care for the drugs. You see, yeah. Any questions? Sorry, no questions. <laughs> not sergeant pepper because i don't like that was spices. when they were into the drugs and that <laughs> that is after the pure beatles so we don't we don't uh so condone that kind i'm of sorry behavior. what can i sing <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a few there's a short list it's three and a half songs <laughs> hello goodbye <laughs> yes don't know why you say goodbye i say hello hello Hello. Hello. <laughs> All right, oh, you want God. some trivia? <laughs> I think we're broken. <laughs> uh, okay. Yes, I do. All right. So not really. Actually, I don't care about this, this anymore. You're sure. gonna love this trivia. It's oh, banger trivia. Great. Okay. Okay. This is the first episode, Sammy Joe, of the entire Where series. Everyone was like, "Get the fuck on with the show," <laughs> <laughs> in which Ben and Desmond speak to each other. <gasps> they'd never speak spoken to each other before spreken to english yeah so they had previously only been in one scene together at the cockpit wreckage in the beginning of the end episode it is also the first episode of this entire series to feature ben and son speaking to each other even though both were in the same locations during the beginning of the end hmm so this episode is also only the second time Locke and Jin have spoken to each other in the entire series, which is crazy. Wow, that is crazy. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense because it's not like Jin was really talking to that many people at first yeah. until he started to learn English. But he had like a lot of interaction with like Hurley yeah. and uh, Charlie. Sawyer. Yeah. Um, let's see. Yeah, they had only had a, pre a small exchange in what kate did after Locke cut the handcuff off jin's wrist oh, yeah. that was it yeah wow as of the end of this episode sawyer jin and claire are the last remaining members of the 14 original cast members who are still on the island wait did you just ruin something for me i don't think so <laughs> Let's just move past it. We won't think about it too hard, okay? Just in case oh, it's a spoiler. I don't know if there's spoilers or not, okay? But I mean It was it was listed as a non-spoiler, okay? Okay. Claire technically is still on the island. We have no evidence to think that she's off the island for whatever reason. Right. Wait, say that again? Say that trivia again. I don't know if I should. 
Yeah, say it again. It doesn't matter. I already heard it. Okay. Just say it again. As of the end of this episode, Sawyer, Jin, and Claire are the last remaining members of the 14 original main cast members who are still on the island. Oh, okay. 14 main cast members. Okay. Because yeah. I was going to say, what about Bernard and Rose? But I don't. they're not part they're of not the main. 14 main. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. They're B team. Mm-hmm. Uh, this title refers to a line that Charlotte has in the episode. I don't know if you picked that up. I picked it up. Believe oh, okay. me. I picked it well, up. I put in trivia just like in case. Like a hammer you know? to the head. Sometimes you miss things, you know? I just mm. want to make sure. Oh, yeah. I miss things. You get it. Sure. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the camera <laughs> lingers. I don't know if you noticed this. Lingered momentarily on a lamppost outside of the church. And the station by the name, uh, by the same name hidden beneath the church is revealed. Never mind. <laughs> moving right along next one is during charlotte's ramblings after she collapses in the jungle she mentions the brand geronimo jackson the same brand uh same band brand yeah it's like brand i mean oh, i guess i got life cereal also. on the mind here uh same band whose uh album hurley found when they first got into the hatch in season two and whose t-shirt eddie was wearing during one of Locke's flashbacks in season three episode 13 and we also saw geronimo jackson poster in a flashback to john Locke being trapped in his locker at school a lot of geronimo jackson people the the people love geronimo jackson at least the writers do Yes. And there you have it, Sammy Joe. That's all the trivia I have for this episode. <sighs> Woof. Man, that is... What a show, huh? Mm. Blistering. Blistering pace and storytelling. <laughs> I got blisters, all right. <laughs> I got blisters on me face. <laughs> okay. Um, What do we do now? Favorite moments? Yeah. <laughs> was your favorite moment of Buffy? Uh, definitely all the, 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 when, um, yeah, they're pointing out the Star Wars stuff on the van. Mm-hmm. Okay. When he says the exhaust port's on the, on the wrong side. Yeah. That was great. And then also when he beeps the horn, it plays the Star Wars. So all the Predictable, Star Wars Predictable, I know. Yeah. It's just great. Because <laughs> you were like, I can hang with these guys. It made me laugh out loud. Yeah. So, you know, that gets my moment. Um, I like kitten poker. And also, Jonathan. You would, you, you creep. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't, like, I wouldn't play kitten poker. <laughs> but I just find yeah. the concept funny. Okay. And also dark. Um, yes. And Jonathan as the demon at the end, I just thought was really stupid funny. Yeah. <laughs> Where he was like, ah, oh, you have bested me, or whatever he says. <laughs> right. I, I, I have been well struck. I'm just going to go lay down and die now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Buffy's funny. like, okay, great. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Favorite moment of Lost, if you have one. Uh, Is there anything? Just so Come much on. To there's got to be from. something there. I got to say, when Charlotte bites it. <laughs> <laughs> when Charlotte bites it <laughs> no i like the gin sawyer reunion oh yeah it's really the yeah, only thing i liked good. about this episode <laughs> yeah yeah what about um, you um mm, 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 mm. <laughs> it's a rough one this week man yeah. <laughs> uh yeah I don't know, there's really not much to like in this episode 
this is not not much going on. Mm-hmm. This is a lot of flashing, and even the well stuff is not even, even the that good fun. kind of flashing. No, definitely not the good kind of flashing. <laughs> you know, um, yeah. Oh, you know what? I'm gonna go with smoke monster. Smoke monster. Always a good time. Skittering around. It's a good time. The arm. The arm getting re-yanked off. That was hardcore. Yeah. Felt very Jaws. Smoke monster. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What episode wins, Sammy Joe? (sighs) Wow, this is going to be so... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, definitely giving it to Buffy again this week. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Well... Maybe it'll pick back up. I don't think so. Yeah. But, uh, okay. Not too <laughs> confident. All right. All but, right. But you know, we got the gang back together, so we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. All right. What do you think is going to happen next on Buffy? Uh, you want to cue up those uh, predictions I had there? Just get my brain jump started. Yeah. So you said something about Giles leaving. Okay. Yeah. Giles is definitely leaving because they wouldn't put guest starring in the credits if mm-hmm. they didn't have a plan for him to exit this season. Okay, so he's going to leave. I don't know how he's going to leave. I don't think he's going to die. Okay, well, because another one of your predictions way early on when I told you that we were going to have a Buffy only episode was that you thought maybe someone would die. Yeah. So I didn't know if you wanted to combine those predictions or not. I think Giles will have to leave. And I think maybe it's going to be that Buffy only episode. Mm -hmm. I don't know how he's going to leave. I just don't know how. I don't have a prediction because there's not even a hint for anything other than he's been reassigned to a new Slayer, okay? Mm-hmm. And that doesn't make sense because Buffy's not dead. or But she kind of did die. So was there a new Slayer that was born? Well, no. Time will tell. <laughs> I, I'll tell you now, no. Okay. Um, oh, okay. And the reason for that is... I mean, we could, I, I guess I could have held off and we could have debated it later, but um, here's how that works. So <laughs> when Buffy initially died in season one, when she was drowned by the master, mm-hmm. um, Kendra was called, right? Right. And then when Kendra died, Faith was called. Right. So basically... The oh, there's still... The Faith. new, the new Slayer, like essentially the, the bucket of who dies got passed to Faith now. Okay. So now a new Slayer would not get called until Faith dies. Gotcha. Basically like they already used the Buffy death card. Okay. Once. So that's, that's how that works. I, I could have just let you hang on to that, I suppose, but. Yeah, it's Why? fine. You can I'll explain it, out it to early. you. Yeah. Uh, and then also with this nerd squad, mm-hmm. they are uh, trifling with power that they do not understand. Okay. Mm-hmm. They got a magic bone. They don't know how to wield it. Mm-hmm. And not. Uh, <laughs> they are going to accidentally conjure up something that is going to be out of their wheelhouse and something that they won't be able to handle. And they're going to have to. Uh, bow down to Buffy and allow her to take the reins and to uh, uh, take this this creature out, whatever it may be. But they will help out, okay? They're going to see the light and they're going to turn it around um, and everything will be fine and Jonathan will have his hero moment. Okay. okay. 
All right. And you do you so do you think someone is going to die in the Buffy only episode that we're going to see not next week but the week after? Mm, I feel like somebody's going to die because you're dedicating a whole episode to it and the past few times you've done that it's been for death reasons, <laughs> okay? Sure. So or season premieres possible. or finales. It's very possible. Okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe Angel dies. <laughs> but no, that's that wouldn't happen because the the seasons still go on for a little bit. So um And the shows can't cross over. Yeah, right. Yeah, but it would be like off screen, you know, it'd be a big thing. So yeah, I don't know. No, I I, I, I don't know what to say there. Well I'm gonna say they might and they might not. Somebody you can't do that. You gotta pick one. I can't. I can't. You gotta I don't pick know. one. I don't know, Sammy Joe. It's too hard. It's too hard to predict the impossible. You don't have impossible. to say who's gonna die. All right, somebody's gonna die. Okay. All right. Maybe Faith will die. Okay. Okay. Unexpectedly. Think she'll come back and then die. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Okay. There you go. Wild card prediction. Wow. Let's just throw that out there. Okay. To the universe. See what Eliza Dushku's up to. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. What do you think is going to happen on Lost? Uh, <laughs> more walking in the jungle. Uh, more yeah. fling, fling flashes. Um. Well, I, I'm just going to go with the only one that I really had in this uh, episode, which was I think that Charlotte's dad is Widmore. Okay. Um, and I think Faraday's mother is connected to the Dharma Initiative. Okay. All right. And also, I think she's going to make everyone perform a religious ceremony. Yeah? You think it'll be based in religion because of the church? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. Like I like she's she's one of those scientists who's like also a devout religious person. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. That's Very what I cool. think. Okay. All right. What media you got to recommend this you week? You first. Well, I'm going to recommend a little movie that you have also seen called The Banshees of Inishirin. Oh yeah. So you saw it? What do you think? Yeah. I loved it. I thought it was so fun. The characters <laughs> so are so good. <laughs> it is dark. so quickly. <laughs> it does escalate, uh, but it was just so fun. Just mm-hmm. the just the dialogue and the characterization and just everything had me laughing out loud. What are you just, having a row? I didn't think we were having a row. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think we were having a row. And just how confused. <laughs> He's so confused. Colin Farrell was. And you felt so bad for him, too. Yeah, because he's like, just kind of, you know, he's, he's like harmless, but he's just kind of dumb. Yeah, he's like, you don't think I'm dim, do you? I'm not <laughs> dim, so. <laughs> <laughs> and then when he wakes up and he notices that uh, it was April 1st, the day mm-hmm. that. Uh, yeah, he's like, oh, okay. Yeah, and he's I, like. I know what day it was. Mm, yeah. He's yeah. like, so I just noticed on the calendar that yesterday was first of first of april mm-hmm. <laughs> april fools <laughs> so good oh yeah yeah i liked it a lot yeah so i'm gonna recommend banshees of insurance it's on hbo max if you have it yeah oh, i'm so glad you watched it yeah it's fun nice what do you got 
I'm going to recommend the Amazon Prime Lord of the Rings prequel series, Rings, The Rings of Power. You didn't like it? Blah. I did not like it, Sammy oh, Joe. Okay. I couldn't even finish it. Why, Amy loves it. Why didn't you like it? Are you like I a hardcore? No, like, I'm this not a hardcore. Okay. I'm not a hardcore like lordy. <laughs> <laughs> lordy, lordy. <laughs> lordy, lordy. I'm not a ringsies. Lordy, yeah, lordy. I, Pat's almost 40. I like uh, I like Lord of the Rings, but I was never like a crazy fanboy for mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. And this show just seems like it's just I can't connect with it. You know why you can't connect with it, Pat? Please tell me. Because it's all women in power, okay? It's oh, all well, badass why, huh? women, and you're <laughs> like, eh, this isn't believable. It's also, also just, I'm patriarchy pet. <laughs> just visually, and, and there's, I there's think it's also so pretty. I don't though. I just see the the CGI, and just feels nothing feels real anymore. <laughs> like when that's and why this I goes, like it. This goes for the Marvel movies too. Like we just watched the Black Panther movie. Mm-hmm. Just nothing feels real. It's just everything feels like so just Green screened. It just feels so computer that like it doesn't feel real anymore. Like nothing feels filmed anymore. Yeah. So and I know that they did film some stuff that costs a lot of money that you know, but I just I don't know. I just didn't I couldn't follow it. And just like as I'm getting into one storyline, they cut over to the other one with like the, the whatever, the tree people, or they weren't tree people, but you know, like the, the little- har- Harfoots? The Harfoots? Yeah, the, the Harfoots. Like, hobbits. The Hobbits, not Hobbits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those people. Yeah. I was just like, okay, I just don't care. It's just like the- <laughs> It's just the, that storyline was too soft and just, I couldn't connect with it and I was bored. I was falling asleep. I just, you know. <laughs> but lost- but lost. Oh, Smoke monster God. me up, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I really yeah. liked it. I get what you're saying about it feeling very computer. Like there are definitely times where I'm like, wow, you know, this was like all green screen, you know? Yeah. But um, I guess because it's a fantasy show, I don't really mind. And it looks so pretty that I, yeah. I mean, but I love fantastical. Yeah, this is elf right up your fairy alley. stuff. So I see. I don't. I don't technically. I don't normally like that stuff. So yeah. <clears throat> Even Lord of the Rings, when it was like in its heyday, when it first came out, and it was getting mm-hmm. um, all the awards, and everybody just couldn't stop talking about Lord of the Rings. I was kind of like, I don't. I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, I was like, <laughs> yeah. I just don't. I just don't. You know, yeah. Like it's I mean, fine. It's, that's like how I feel about I like sci-fi the battles. stuff. I'm like, I'm not into aliens and right. whatnot. It's and just you not are. your cup of tea. Yeah, yeah. so that's fine. It's like fantastical stuff. Not really my cup of tea. Yeah, just a little too far fetched for me. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. But I, I liked it, and uh, and yeah. I will say, like, I know there are people who nay say it because they're like, oh, it's not canon, and I'm like, I don't really care about that. I think, yeah. I think it's a great story. I love how many. Uh, powerful women characters there are in it and a lot of diverse powerful uh women mm-hmm. so yeah yeah i really enjoyed it and dave also really enjoyed it so yeah yeah all right there we go there we go all right well this was uh uh one to ring in the hondo episode huh man it just (laughs) was such a letdown (laughs) come on lost get it together come on we gotta get gotta get some good shows coming back here you know 
Yeah. Bring Anna Lucia back. That's what we need. What uh, what Anna number Lucia. of episode is this for Lost? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Season season five, episode five, man. Yeah, I know, but what? <laughs> Add them up. You do the math. <laughs> you do the math. It probably says I don't in know. The Lost. Probably, I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess. This is probably episode eighty nine. That's, That's I was guess. gonna guess eighty something. I'm gonna think. I'm gonna say it's like eighty seven. Okay. All right. So let's see. All right. Let's see. <laughs> now you're gonna do the math. This place is death. Ninety first. Oh, okay. Well, it says the ninety first produced hour of the series as a whole. So I'm assuming that means it's the ninety first episode. <laughs> So you would say that that feels good on the whole. It feels good on the whole. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, maybe nine more episodes will have a we'll have a real banger of a Right. That's what I'm thinking. Lost. Yeah. So, let's get excited for that one. But until yeah. then, you can listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, all the places that you can find us. Leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And where else can they find us? You can find us, follow us even on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Kickstream Pod. Um, tell us what your favorite moments are of each episode. And, you know, if you enjoy listening to us, throw us a few bones on Buy Me a Coffee, buymeacoffee.com slash Kickstream Pod. Send emails to kickstreampod at gmail.com and check out show notes for this and every episode at kickstreampod.com. And, and always, always remember, remember that streaming, streaming is, is better with Smoke Monster. The Beatles. <laughs> All the Beatles. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, we'll see you next week for episode 101. 101. 101 Dalmatians. Yes. We will see you. If it's good then. enough for Dalmatians, it's good enough for podcast extreme pod (laughs) (laughs) okay bye all right see you then bye